第1位の発表ですまず驚くべきは最終獲得票数24万3000飛び11票 HKT48 Team H 指原ゲーム Oh, welcome to Selective Hearings Roundtable Episode 33? Is that right? I think so. 33? 33. Wow. Let's... Yeah. yeah. 33. Yep, 33. We are yeah. 33. Hitting that middle age. <laughs> middle age man. We ain't like 50 yet. Ah,、uh, yes. We're going to discuss AKB48's election fallout. Yay. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you know, we're, we're so excited. So excited. Such e x c i t e I'm excited, but I'm also very sick, so you'll,、yeah. you'll never know the difference. I don't know. Alex is probably just feeling the butt hurt. No, no, I'm feeling excited. I actually like. This, I, I like this, this overall election. But anyway. <laughs> okay.、Uh, so we're going to introduce the panel. Ladies first. Hannah, what's up? Hey, this is Hannah, also known as Angry Tinjung. Sup, guys. Sup. How are you doing today、Sup. on、uh, America Day? On Trump Day, you mean? Trump Day. <laughs> All hail Trump. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Fuck that. fuck that racist. We、asshole. are discussing the more important election of the year. <laughs> <laughs> not, not Trump's coronation? Not Trump's coronation.、Okay. The more important one. <laughs> yes, this is the better election. The more fun one. Yep. Okay. Not as, not as corrupt <laughs> either. And, and none of the idols will be building a wall. No. No. Hopefully not. You never know. Maybe Sashi will. <laughs> That's true. She, she was like a slave driver. She got a lot of Chinese slaves to, to deal with <laughs> at her disposal. That's true. All、oh、of、God. China loves Sashi. <laughs> All of China. Everyone. <laughs> And、uh, with us is our, our sickly, weak, And frail member of the panel, Alan. What's up? Yes. Hey, y'all. This is Alan, aka Takeo Ray. I'm the dirty DD of the group. I'm the Matsui Rena of the group because apparently I get sick all the time. So、uh, I'm drinking some green tea today. It's actually helped out a lot the last,、uh, last few days. So doing really well. I don't know. I, I might have gotten sick by shaking dirty people's hands. This whole week, so I'm gonna abstain from any more handshake events、uh, coming up. So, could you expand sucks, on that? Or like, no, I, I went to,、uh, I went to,、uh, I went to look for apartments、uh, last week and shook a, lot of, shook a lot of hands. I ran a lot of errands last week, so I was out and about, shook a lot of hands, and then the next day, for some reason, I felt sick again. So, I was like, Or I felt sick. I was like, fuck. I got to stop touching people. And people coming in at work and want to shake hands. I'm like, ugh. Every time I shake a, a stupid, sweaty, 
sweaty, clammy hand. I run to the back and wash my hands like super quick. I'm turning into one of those like, I don't know, those OCD hypochondriac people. It sucks, but you should be it's like okay. Howie Mandel, man. Just just do the bro fist, dude. I wish I can bring like a box of disposable gloves and just be like, I'm done. <laughs> but oh well, I should be on the men soon. So hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll be well enough to uh, to participate next year. <laughs> cool. All right. Ooh. Oh, did Hannah hit her leg on something? What's going on there? No, I was just saying, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, let's get to what we all want to talk about. Yeah. I'm trying to get, I'm getting hyped for talking about hyped? this. Yeah, because I haven't talked about the election to anybody, really. Are, are, are you yeah. feeling the burn? Yeah, uh, I'm feeling, the, I'm feeling this, uh, this green tea here, man. Feeling the burn in your crotch? Gotta gotta let it out. Oh no, that's that's been there for years. Okay. All right, so let's let's get hype here. AKB forty eight two thousand sixteen election. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I did not watch the pre show concert. So, uh, did you guys watch it? It was basically just like your typical pre show concert. No, no, this concert was this concert was horrible. I thought it was pretty bad compared to last year's. Like, uh, if you when you watch it back, it's all about they had a theme of like voting in an election. So they had the traveling bands with the girls trying to campaign for votes, and then they carted them out during the concert. And then it's only people that were up for election that were in that concert. So nobody that had opted out. Uh, was there, uh, so it was uh, it was really weird. And then they had the little appeal video, like they every person that was there tried to make like an appeal. So like they had every team line up, like NGT went first, and they everybody that was in the election did a little appeal comment. And I didn't understand that. Like I didn't know if it's because were... like the people <laughs> at the concert had votes. Oh, is that right? They could vote. They yeah. could vote last minute. That's why, like some of the some of the bottom tier, so all the upcoming girls, their ranks were really funky because a couple of them managed to jump in because of the fact that a lot of people in the theater were allowed to vote. Oh, okay. I thought there was a certain time that we couldn't vote after. I guess that's for the like the CD votes, right? Yeah, so that there was a pre-time period where you had the select time period only for the CD or all the other methods. And then the day of, there were votes given to the people who attended the concert. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that's why they were doing all the little like appeal thingies. Because you were only allowed to vote during the pre-election concert. You weren't even allowed to vote during, like, the in-between period. Mm. Because I guess they wanted to count all the votes or something, even though it's all electronic. <laughs> like last minute, yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah, it was weird, because, like, every team went up to do every member. Uh, like, HKT had, like, a, a little thing where they had their had to do it. They had to make them feel in a cute way or a sexy way or something. SKE did like a dance appeal. Of course, they would do a dance appeal. Uh, 
And it just, it just, I don't know. It was, it was weird. It didn't make, I thought it didn't make for a good concert. Like, especially after last year's concert, which was really, really, really good. This year it was just the, just the people that were up for election. And I was like, huh. And you cut, when you cut like half of NMB out and you only put like a few people in, it was like, where is everybody? So I just fell off. So you're telling me this concert was pretty low on the awesomeness scale. Oh, yeah. even, yeah. I can definitely even, see that. Yeah, even the, like, the singing was bad. Like, there were a lot of girls that were off-key. You could see people messing with their monitors all night. Like, uh, from what I remember, Sine, man, she was, like, she was, her tempo was not on. She was off that night. SKE, it was, like, Everybody was live, and unfortunately, SKE has a lot of bad singers, so <laughs> it just felt or more like their dances were just. Or their dancing. You was could too be high. a good singer, but if your entire appeal thing is an entire dance appeal section, there's no way, unless you're really, really good, that you're going to be on on key ever. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate, yeah. It was it was sucky because you know SKE is all they did okie dokie. They did chicken line and it, it was like, ooh, these girls just don't sound great. Uh, but they were, you know, they were dancing and stuff. One of the big things I can remember was like uh, Team 8. They did like their uh, their prefecture song and it's super, super energetic. And then they do their appeals. And then after that, they went into some like slow kumbaya acapella guitar solo to kind of wrap it up and it was very off and it was very live and it was very uh it like brought the whole for me it brought like the whole concert to a stop and i was like Ugh, why did who made this decision and then <laughs> th then they went right back into the hypeness of their prefecture song i was like i was like why 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 even but i guess it was to get those last minute votes but <clears throat> i don't know yeah. it just felt off to me i was like like Watching the concert, I was like, "Ooh, I could have skipped this, and I could have, I could have got a little more sleep before the, the, uh, the election." Okay, so basically, for those who did not watch the concert, it's not worth downloading. There are there, <clears throat> there are a couple good things though. Like they did surprise announcement for NGT's uh, major debut, and they're under Sony Music, so. It was uh, that was like their big that was the big thing for me. Everybody was crying. Uh, Ukrain and uh, Kitara were crying as well. And I thought that was great. NGT was really good in this concert. That that was probably the best part. And then they announced that AKB is doing another documentary. Uh, great. <laughs> they always do a documentary, right? And then uh, I don't know the Subasa song at the end. I thought everybody looked good. Like they were in their hippie flower costumes, and I actually thought they looked really, really good. Uh, Paradu looked like she didn't want to be there, but <laughs> that made me <laughs> like fun. always. I was like, Paradu just is done. I'm like, she doesn't want to be here, but it made me laugh. So little things like that. Um, <clears throat> AKB when they did their appeals were pretty, pretty good, but they've been through it a lot. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a pretty good train wreck to watch i guess it, it was it was fun because to me it felt off 
not what I expect from from AKB or the 48 groups, but uh, it was just it reminded me that they're all human and they're not they're not 100% all the time. So I thought it was it's fun to watch, but yeah, not their not their best stuff. I just like there were a couple of surprising things, and I think the thing that was the most surprising was that the major debut announcement um, for NGT was with a producer. So I don't know if this means that Akimoto is finally taking a step back or if he's going to be co-producing things, but I think this is finally the step that he's been wanting to take for a long time. So there's that. And I think the documentary is probably going to be more worth watching than... um, than most. Then the last one. Yeah, <laughs> if only because like Sunku's gonna be in it. Yeah, that's right. They had a lot yeah. of uh, um they had a lot of other idol companies and things one, in it. So I forget his name, but the manager, Kawakami or something for Momoido Clover. Yeah. He's also gonna be in it. I don't know if they've managed to get Nakata in it, but they should. They really should. <clears throat> yeah, but, that's that's the good part. It's it's not they're not gonna stay in their own little bubble. They're gonna acknowledge other groups and yeah things like that. So what? what and wait, I feel wait, like wait 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 wait. You, you mean they're mm-hmm. not gonna do the HP thing and be in their own little bubble? <laughs> no, yeah. they're actually acknowledging the fact that like one of the things that they specifically cited during the trailer was that um that AKB is on the decline and that there are things that they need to do to get out of it. And I think one of the things that they're probably going to address is how every single group is addressing that. Which I think is one of the questions that they asked in I'm not really sure. Either that or they ask one of the girls that. But they actually specifically say, oh yeah, we're on the decline. And we need to do something about it. Yeah, this is good because they don't want to repeat the stuff in the past. Uh, I guess like, what was it? 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 14 years ago, where, you know, the idol culture, at least for us, was like so underground that we all we all knew it wasn't as good as it was in the past. And we went through the big idol revival and now it's it's coming back, you know, it's coming in waves. So this is good that they're uh, bringing all this up. So the documentary is going to be quite interesting. Should be an eye opening documentary, hopefully. Yeah, because it was really funny given that, like, this documentary is very obviously of a very different production value than all the other past ones. But the reaction to the documentary was so, was so quiet compared to everything else. It was sort of like, oh, nobody's even saying wow. (laughs) And we're just like, oh, this again. So, so it's basically, oh, oh no, more idols crying, woohoo! Yeah, basically, basically, that was literally the reaction, not just in the concert itself. Like when you watch the documentary announcement at the concert, people are so quiet afterwards. And on Two Chan, we're just people were like, oh, this again. But <laughs> when you actually think about what's in it, it's it's pretty amazing. Oh yeah, it's not it's not their standard fare. It's it's yeah. gonna be good. It's not one. Let's just say it's not one like a one-sided AKB documentary. Yeah, yeah. 
that's 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 why I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah. Cool. All right, so let's move on to the actual election itself. So when you were watching it, were you alone in your room? Or were you on a Skype chat? Were you in Facebook chat? What were you doing? Uh, for me, I was actually enjoying it on my own. Uh, I know we always would be in groups and things like that. But I actually, actually found solace enjoying it on my own because I could still uh, chat with people. Uh, I think you and I, Greg, were still messaging, and I was like, "Damn it, I'm fall- I'm falling behind." Quit messaging yeah, like, me. I, I'm always giving you the spoilers, right? Yeah, I was like, "Oh man!" So, uh, I found it. Uh, I found it a little bit uh, humbling, not humbling, but I found it was great to be on my own and just kind of uh, watching on my own uh, and not get spoiled by Twitter or other people. Uh, plus, a lot of my uh, streams kept freezing up a little bit i think i i think personally i was having like uh some internet issues i know they were trying to stream i know the taiwan club was trying to stream it in hd on daily motion and they kept getting like knocked out one after another on daily motion. <laughs> i was like i was like well at least they tried and i was like i i was spoiled because i always wanted to watch in hd and every time i kept switching i was like fuck this one's like five minutes behind. Fuck, this one's like two minutes behind. I'm like, so I'd had to find one stream to be comfortable with and just be done. And go with it. <laughs> oh yeah. But it, it it was it was sucky because I I kept getting the ones that kept getting uh, pulled pulled off of <laughs> because of like DMCA's and all this stuff. I was like, damn it, such bad luck. <laughs> Yeah, no, how about you? Uh, I think you went to bed, didn't you? Yeah, I just passed out. Like, this was just like, oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> there, was, there was a big break between, like, the concert and election. Yeah, like, I was just like, like I can't, I can't. <laughs> like, I, I fell asleep in that break. And I, I woke up, like, just in time. I was like, oh crap, I, I, I was... I shouldn't have fallen asleep, and I, I woke up, and I was like, nothing's happening. So, oh, well. I don't know if you guys can hear fireworks, but I, I have fireworks going on in the background. <laughs> hopefully you guys don't hear that. But, but yeah, it was it was fun to watch again. I, I, I enjoyed watching this year's election. Uh, I just... Uh, I was going through the normal troubles like everybody else was. It would have been <clears throat> it would it would have been cool to watch it uh, with people. I know, like the SoCal Club had a giant, giant gathering and they were drinking and everything. I was like, mm. man, I, I would you know I wished I was there. I could have had so much fun, but you well, know, Alan, you yeah. know that your uh, your your senpai DLJ was there. I didn't I didn't even know that. He messaged me like a few days before and he asked if everything was good. I was like, yeah, man, and I didn't realize it was there. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's got he's got more money to go to a lot of places. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that, but okay. Um, In America, so, let's say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so both of you did pass out during the show. So did I. I actually fell asleep. Uh, I think just just after Paruru. Oh, I oh, I wow. ended up like I ended up watching like the whole thing. Like I had to like I fell asleep before the election part, but I watched the whole thing. Good for you because uh, I woke up and nice. it was uh, Mayu Yu, 
and she's all upset or like angry that she got second. Oh man, and then, like, that, uh, was, that was so good. And then so, it good. was going to get to Sashi, and then the person who was hosting the stream was not a Sashi fan, and they rage quit the stream. Oh, what a loser. Oh, wow. Really? There's they... just been so much drama over Mayu getting second that it, I don't know, it's very surprising, I think. I don't know. I'm not in the camp. I'm not in Butter camp this year, so. Yeah, like I'm, I'm in neither camp, but just seeing, I think, like it's more it's, so than it's the exponential this year. Like it's yeah. very exponential this year. I'm like, wow, people are upset. I think it's probably because like Mayu said that she's not going to come back, and that Sashi basically admitted that this is her second to last election, and so. Between the two of them, there was a lot of fighting. And so, like, you have... Did you guys hear about the China debacle? The China debacle? So, for the people who aren't um, aware of it, in China right now, a lot of the fans have started this, like, insurrection because the amount of money given for Mayu's group vote was not even, like, the total vote count or something. And so people are demanding that the person who arranged for the entire group vote, like turn over the receipts to show oh. that they bought everything. And then on the Japan side, um, a lot of, even in like the Facebook chat for the Japanese fan group for AKB48, there's a lot of people saying, oh, you know, Sashi only won because of the Chinese fans. <laughs> oh. So there, there are quote-unquote missing votes? Is that what people are complaining about? Yeah, so on the Chinese side, it's the missing oh, votes. Man. On the Japanese side, there's a lot of racism going on. It's just, the this year's fallout has been very ugly. <laughs> see, see, that's why I would never give money to have someone vote for me. I always, yeah. thought, that, I always thought that was weird. I was like, you know what, I'm going to buy. It's like, hey, you can buy votes for me, and I'll make sure I'll do it for you. I'm like, no, I'm going to buy the, the product and then I will make myself vote and make sure my vote counts. So that's, I always was a little, uh, I always thought that was, that was real fishy before. I think if you can really trust the person that you're sending the money to, it makes sense. But especially when it comes to just how many votes these Chinese fans are buying, I think it was a little bit, um, it's very misplaced because especially when you're talking about like several thousands of votes. Wow. I mean, this isn't like one or 2000. They basically promised to make up for um, the cost of getting Mayu to preliminary number one, because you know how the preliminary votes are actually more expensive than the regular. Um, the Chinese fans actually promised to make up for that gap. And even that was just very ugly. <laughs> The only person I let, uh, I gave money to vote related wise was Greg anyways. So that was last year. <laughs> That's like, right. I can trust this guy. I, I, can... I, I got you the votes direct from Japan. <laughs> yeah. Gave you the codes like, right off my phone. Yeah, I was like, I've, I know Greg. I know exactly who he is. He sent me pictures of the votes. I was like, that's the only way that I could trust anybody to do any type of voting. I can't do it where it's like a big contingency in China or a big contingency yeah. Here in America, I'm like, Ugh, this is weird. I mean, did, have you guys ever done it that way, or do you guys just buy your own stuff? 
I've actually um, voted through another person, but I actually knew that person. So for me, it's sort of like a contingency, but not really. <laughs> uh, I did what Alan did. I just got someone I knew personally in Japan to send me a picture of the, the voting codes. There you go. See, that's, that's, oh, well, that, that's cool. I mean, it's not cool, but it's, it's another uh, thread in the drama that you can say about the elections. Like, oh man, what happens next year? I'm going to, all those China fans are actually going to actually buy their own votes and put it in themselves. Yeah. But, oh, well. Yeah. So for those of you who actually stayed up to, for most of the election, how beat were you after? Did you have to go to work? Were you tired? Oh, I yeah, I worked. Uh, I worked the next day. Uh, I got. Uh, I actually worked the afternoon, and I was pretty tired, but I I made it through. I had no problems. I I think I worked two days, two or three days straight, and I was fine. So I was all right. I had a me. Oh yeah, I had a meeting at work on a Sunday in the morning and I was really dragging but um but no I felt good it's my usual I usually would uh request off the next day after elections but I haven't been able to plan it out that that way but oh well it wasn't too bad and Hannah I assumed that you were nice and rested <laughs> well I did stay up just for the pre-election but I passed out in the middle part but at the same time, I'm used to sleeping like zero hours, so. <laughs> and it's not like uh, it's not like we could not have rewatched it later. I mean, it's getting to the point where uh, it's cool to watch everything as it happens in life. But I mean, we have places where we can watch it afterwards for however many times that we wanted to. And I remember coming home after work and that following day i'm like oh there it is i can go ahead and uh rent it and watch it again so it's i don't know a lot of people i know a lot of people that uh that watched it after the fact so they actually had a pretty normal day <laughs> <laughs> all right cool uh so let's move on to general observations about this year's election uh, what did you think of the overall presentation of the program this year? Uh, well, for me, like, uh, it, again, it was in a stadium. It was in Niigata. It was, it was bright and sunny. And then as the day went on, it, get, it got darker. At least it wasn't raining. At least it wasn't bad weather. Everything looked good. At the beginning, uh, even when they were announcing the girls, it was off. Like, the lady had a great tempo, but again, the girls coming up to the camera didn't have a great tempo. And even then, like some of the girls got mixed up, like during HKT section, I guess the the girls are too stupid to know who goes alphabetically, so they were they were out of order a lot of space, a lot of spots. And I was like, man, this election's that starting off all weird. This like the concert was off, and then like just announcing the girls were off. I'm like, this is gonna be a weird. This is gonna be a weird election. But uh, but overall, like there wasn't anything like no real big sets or anything like in the past. So it was really good. I thought it was really good. Everybody think, looked pretty good. I mean, they look really good, but I think it's very 
it's very representative of how far like things have come. Like I remember just watching the election after the fact and being like, yeah, if I was in Japan, I would just go to some Matome site and look at the highlights. I wouldn't even bother sitting through this because I was like, what is this production value? This production value must be so cheap since like the stage wasn't that great. Um, even like the timing of it wasn't perfect. I mean, there's no post election concert like there is in the past. And I remember all these Japanese fans complaining about how like everything in the area sold out. So there was literally nothing they could do. They were just stranded for a night because there's just nothing to do afterwards since that's how cheap this production was. And so for me, I was like, wow, you know, this is nothing like last year or the year before that. Or even when like back when Achan and Yuko were duking it out, the production value was much higher then. So I was just like, this is kind of a bummer. <laughs> I guess they didn't want uh, they didn't want to make money. Uh, it's just dumb. I guess in wrestling terms, Greg, it's like when the WWE were cutting costs on like stages and production and things like that. And it was like Raw looked the same and SmackDown looked the same. So it's kind of that type of cutting. So it wasn't, they didn't do anything special for like the big stuff. So I can understand where people would look at him like, hey, this looks like just like another idol event as opposed to this is supposed to be a big event going on in Japan that represents Japan. Yeah. Da, da, da. So yeah, I can understand why people kind of looked at it and was like, eh. I don't know. Is, is, is Niigata not that uh, not that scenic or anything? I don't. I don't know the reason. I mean, it's an economic powerhouse, but um, when it comes to like people or anything, it's sort of like this is a very strange choice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I thought the presentation was okay. I mean, stage was nice. At least they didn't have to go down a lot of stairs. Not like the last few years. Yeah, it wasn't so it like forever to they get down. Yeah, they weren't elevated like three flights of stairs or anything yeah. like that. Well, that's probably because they wanted to save costs. <laughs> well, they need to pay for an escalator next time and just have them go down. That'd be faster. They reduced uh, they reduced the liability of an idol tripping and falling and breaking her neck. That's right. Especially with some of those outfits and the heels they wear. Yeah, they probably should just have an escalator next time. But, uh, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't the greatest show. It wasn't like a WrestleMania-type presentation or anything. <laughs> but uh, it was okay. I mean, it, at least uh, at least they got the show over with rather quickly. <laughs> so I'm pretty happy yeah, about that. Yeah, they really did. I thought it would. I think it's still good uh, with the, the results that came in, I think, were still pretty good. Uh, so it, it kept me enthralled like throughout the whole election. But uh, like if you put this election like towards last year's production, I thought last year's production was like completely off the wall and it was great. Even from concert to the end of the election was awesome. All right. Uh, If we have nothing else to say about presentation, let's get into the actual sister groups. So was this the year of HKT? Yeah, man, they have uh, they have their most uh, rank girls this year. They have uh, 19 girls as opposed to uh, SKE's 20. So 
uh, HKT bringing up uh, bringing up the best. I'm I'm biased because I like HKT, but uh, HKT is right there, right behind SKE and uh, the de facto number three. I always thought they've been the de facto number three group amongst the for a while. <laughs> but uh, now it's like boom, you are you are mathematically the number three group. I think it was 20 for SKE, 19 girls for HKT, and then 11 for NMB. Yeah, so what's with that NMB getting the love, man? Explain that to me. Man, it's like all their good ones uh, didn't uh, participate. Joni HK didn't participate. Uh, Some of the the ones from last year didn't get ranked in. Um, Milky graduating. I mean that's that's a big deal. So, uh, who? Uh, yeah, there was a lot of girls that just opted out. And I'm like, and then they had a lot of uh, very young girls participate this year. So, uh, I they weren't gonna make it. There was no way they were gonna make it. <laughs> and in terms of like packing the bench, NMB always has that issue of like it's all about Saya Milky. And everybody else comes second. And now mm-hmm. that Milky's gone, it's all about Sayane. <laughs> not that it hasn't ever not been like that. Because even oh. when Milky was here. Hey man, they got Yamamoto Ayaka coming up. <laughs> they their fifth gen, or I think their fifth gen, they had a couple announcements where Yamada Nana's sister, Jonish K's sister, and a girl named Yamamoto Ayaka. So <laughs> There's there's all that. So even you can't even get away from Cyanae. Just one little S is out of the way. But uh, yeah, I mean, what do you do? I mean, HKT, they're they're the ones that are doing it right. They have a a great center person that's uh, bringing more fans into their group, and all the girls benefit. And you can see that from their team, their teamwork and camaraderie. You can see it in their concerts. Like I watched, I watched the one of the. Uh, concerts yesterday man they they are putting on some a plus shows a plus for at a 48 group but uh, they're putting on some great stuff awesome awesome yeah i'm just sad that uh nmb is basically michael jordan and then everyone else is like bench <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah uh Sine is gonna like i i worry for her because she's She's gonna like break. She's gonna like so much pressure. She's got. She's doing so much stuff. She's gonna be like hospitalized coming up because lack of hydration and lack of sleep and stuff. I'm like, oh man, what's gonna? I go? think she's gonna graduate. Actually, yeah, she she may be done in a year. So I think it might be faster than a year because one of the things that Akimoto has kind of always promised is that um, one of the things that would get not just him, but all of management to seriously consider whether or not she would graduate would be the creation of um, her own song and actually releasing it. And now that Milky's graduation song, um, her duet with Sayane is something that Sayane herself composed. That's sort of like the signal that gives... A Sayane fans, oh, yeah, this is a signal where we should start expecting a graduation notice. No, not Sayane. 
You've cleared out all the competition, Sayane. You're there. Yeah, there goes the Hulk Hogan of NMB. Oh, man. Don't say that. It's more like the John Cena of NMB. She is the but, sting uh, of NMB. Oh, my God. She's a franchise. <laughs> She's uh, Shane Douglas? <clears throat> no, nah, Sting's a franchise of WCW. Well, yeah, well, Sh- Shane Douglas also has a nickname of the franchise. Uh, the ECW <laughs> franchise, but no one remembers yeah, that, that. That would be RVD. Oh, yeah. Mr. Monday Night. All right, uh, so let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so were you happy that uh, the lower rank speeches were kept short? I, I did. I thought the everybody... It, it was weird. Like You could see... like. If people were very happy, it was very obvious that they were happy. And if they were upset, they're very obvious that they were upset. <laughs> so it's like, okay, no more no more pussyfooting around. Um they did a good job this year. Uh keeping it pretty cool. Um But uh uh yeah, no, I I, I enjoyed everybody's speeches. I still need to find like translations and stuff, but you can get kind of a sense of how everything was. I actually think this format is something that they should actually keep going forward, not just because it's shorter, but because there's no reason to have like a three minute undergirl speech. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're like center, unless like you're center or something like I, I feel like if you if you make center position, you can you can linger and you can have her talk about her feelings about being voted a center for every position there so i don't know i thought i i think it should be a little bit more gracious but the girls were pretty pretty professional about it did anyone notice that the statues for the lower ranked ones were really really small and then they just got bigger as they went along that's how it's been every year i never noticed that yeah man i always thought they were all the same size <laughs> well, it's also because, like, for this year, you can order your own statue replica. Oh, yeah. So I guess they want, yeah. Like, one of the things that they can do is, one of the things that you can do now as a fan is to order your own statue replica of, like, whatever girl you voted. And oh, it was okay. very obvious that they expect everyone to order sashis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Can you get a blank one and like choose your rank? I'll be like, I want to be number twenty six. No, it has a girl's like photo printed on it. So, <laughs> oh man, oh well. Well, that's that's pretty cool. So if like uh, if someone that you voted and support, you can get their you can get their trophy replica. That's cool. I mean, it's like a hundred dollars. So, <laughs> well, people have paid more for less though, That's in correct. the fandom before so that that might actually be a, a value deal a hundred dollars for a replica yeah. oh yeah but now some of the some of the speeches were great uh i think uh i think everyone did their did did pretty well this year so um there weren't too many commercials it it, it kept going pretty fast like uh they can they they can linger on the announcements a little bit better. So like when someone was announced and it was a surprise, they kind of they didn't really go right to the next girl right away. So I thought the pacing this year was pretty good. 
Yes, much, much better. Definitely something they should uh, continue to follow if they continue to broadcast this on TV. Speaking of TV, uh, BS Sky, what was up with them cutting out just before the top 16? That's, that's, they were, uh, they were contracted to do that. Yeah. Uh, that's how, that's how it was set up last couple of years. So, um, I think, uh, everybody knew that they were going to switch the feed. So. Yeah. But why make us suffer through the shitty Fuji TV feed? Well, because there's more ratings, uh, there's more viewers on that. And uh, I believe, I believe Fuji TV is more, has more reach than BS Sky. But we saw the same commercials over and over again. <laughs> oh well, and I, I I didn't think it was that bad this year. I I don't I don't even remember the commercials this year. I can still remember last year's commercials. I don't remember this year's commercials too much. All right, cool. Now the meat of this uh, program here. Ah, uh, we're not going to actually uh, list the rankings this year because people should know how to read and it's already been a, about a week past a week or so two weeks everyone knows where everyone ranked so we're just going to talk about bullet points so upcoming girls first thing i'd like to say is congratulations to alan he Yay. correctly predicted that murashige anna would become this year's Miss irrelevant so congratulations yeah man to alan. i have i have like good idol powers i did i did a couple of predictions last year right and i had a couple of this year right and i was like oh yeah mentaiko <laughs> so for me it started out pretty well i was like all right Murashige's in i felt i like her so and anytime it starts off hkt is a good time <laughs> <laughs> did she do the mentaiko bit i can't remember if she did that for her speech Oh yeah, oh yeah. She asked, she asked Ningata. Looks like you need a little bit of mentaiko, and everybody was like, ah. And then she did the mentaiko. Okay, so she's still doing that shit, eh? Oh yeah, I like it when they do their like their their catchphrases. So that's a good button to end on. If you if you're if you're very happy, they'll do their catchphrase. If they're very sad, they'll be like, oh, I'm sad. I don't want to talk anymore, but oh well. And Murashige pulled through. Yay, Murashige fans. You you made was... her miss irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, I man, feel like... She, she wasn't there last year. Now yeah. She's and it's sort of like, I don't know. I feel, I feel for... Murashige fans, just because she's become so jaded so fast. I don't think people realize just how fast. But at least, like, I feel like even being number 80 has sparked her again. So hopefully, oh, yeah. hopefully we'll see old Murashige again. She had 13,058 votes, so it's going to be... <laughs> If you wanted to rank this series, you had to at least have 13,000 votes. And good job, Murashige fans. Good yeah, job. Good job. She's going to be all over, she's going to be all over the HKT documentary. They're going to they visited her family, like they showed all of her family in the HKT documentary trailer, so it should be cool. Cool. 
Cool. So moving on. Who was ranked too low? Too low out of all of all of this. Um, yeah, out of out of the upcoming girls, who was too low? Uh, well, Kimoto Cannon had like a big drop. She had uh, she dropped from forty eight last year to sixty eight, so I thought that was pretty low. Uh, Sato Sumire uh, from center of Next Girls, I think last year. Now she's at seventy five. So I'm like, wow, that's super low. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of low drops here, but uh, I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty satisfied with this group. Anna, you think anyone ranked too low? I mean, like the fact that Tunnel didn't. Oh my god, that's not even. <laughs> she didn't even show up. I'm so upset. I I was really. Really sad about oh, Tunnel not ranking. I know that was that was a heartbreaker. It was really heartbreaking, especially like if Tunnel had been in Upcoming Girls. I easily think Upcoming Girls would have had the most epic dance lineup ever. Yeah, they have a pretty good. Uh, yeah, because you have lineup right now. Yeah, because you have Anmi, you have Katomina, you have Akarin, right? And, like, if you had Tano in there, this would have been the strongest, um, the strongest, like, dance probably related. dance line. Yeah, dance related lineup ever. All you need to do is just throw in a <laughs> couple more SKE girls and you're done. <laughs> Man, I can't believe Omori Miyu is more popular than Tano. It's just like. I, I can definitely I can, see why, though. I can see why, but I, I, I prefer Tano. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the heartbreaker this year. She has Nishino Miki syndrome this year. So I was like, oh my god. I might I'm I'm voting for Tano next year. One of your six votes. Oh yeah. I guarantee if she's in there next year, if she decides to not graduate or drop out, I will I will send at least one vote her way. But yeah. Cool. So, uh, who, who ranked too high? Katamina. <coughs> nah, man, I am so happy. I was so happy Katamina's there. I was actually surprised because I y'all y'all jinxed me, and I was like, oh man, is she really not gonna show up? Is she really not gonna rank on my back? And when she showed up, when when they announced her name, I was like, I was happy. I uh, uh, she she was flipping and everything. So yeah, uh, as I could not have been happy for her. I could not have been more happy for her. I just love that she was there. Um, it sucks that uh, NGT. That was like that was it though. Like if you were an NGT fan, it was like, well, there's 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 the one girl that we were worried about, and then you'd have to wait all the way into Sendbots to see who where everybody else ranked. But now I'm super happy about that. No salt. No salt over here. No salt. Honestly, I think the concert votes really helped her rank. Because I do think, like, if I was a concert goer and I had my one vote, I would be like, yeah, who was the one girl who had the most impact? Katomina. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's on one girl where you can legitimately say, yeah, her performance was mind-blowing enough for me to to throw away this, like, freebie vote. On 
a random girl. <laughs> yeah, NGT uh, probably had probably was on display. Well, they were on display first. So and they had the hometown advantage. And whenever you watch their LODs, I mean, you expect a couple flips here from uh, Katomina. And she's the one that yeah. actually she she's the one that stands out. Everybody else is still kind of green and uh, it's they have to win. They have to win by other appeals. So if it's just straight up the concert stuff, of course, they're going to they're going to notice their center. I mean, I don't even think it's like notice the center kind of because they've been trying to push other girls too. I think even as compare compared to like any other group, I feel like if I was just solely rating it on performance from the perspective of somebody who knows nothing about, you know, either dancing or singing, I would be like, yeah, this girl has the most impact. <laughs> Because somebody who isn't used to either wouldn't notice that, like, for example, Milky has, like, really sharp moves or, like, Tanoyuka doesn't miss anything. That kind of stuff is really hard for somebody who's not used to it to notice. Oh, yeah. I can understand. Whereas you throw in three backflips and you're just like, wow! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you're saying Katomina appeals to the casuals? Yes. Very much so. I think... I think she's going to shoot up a lot. Shoot up a lot. <laughs> Sorry, I heard in, shoot in up. In all sorts of ways. <laughs> wow. It's like shoot up, shoot up, uh, shoot up the narcotics, Katamina. We got. <laughs> we need more backflips from you. So, and we need more back. <laughs> we need more backflips from you. We got to shoot you up with some more steroids here. Steroids, right? Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna be on that E. Oh man, she's got that. She's got the uh, the gymnastics body, so it's all good. Yeah, she's going to be like what what Kanako wants to be, but cannot. <laughs> ah, Kato Kato Mina, congratulations! Yay! Yo, Meow was ranked too high. <laughs> Meow was ranked too yes. high. Yes, good segue. Meow, why? Too high, why? Well, I just don't know. think she deserves it. Like, what? <laughs> why? No, I am. I'm old school. I, I, Meow, I always thought was funny, and she was. She's still funny. Like even in MCs, she doesn't give a crap, and she just does everything for the for the fun of it. So. I was I was actually surprised that she was at seventy eight. I really thought she would have gotten higher. I thought there was what? a lot of push for her, but apparently there's not enough fans on her. So that's all good. This is the same rank that she got two years ago. That's all right. It's, li- <laughs> it's literally sort of like I I don't I don't understand why. Um, I mean, yeah, she's really great at MC, and that's something that you see all the time. But at the same time, it's sort of like, I don't know what she brings to to the group anymore. <laughs> she brings all the yeah. Koreans to the yard, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> all the Koreans are behind Jurina. Like, her showroom was freaking half Korean. 
Well, you know, Meow is still old school. Uh, it's from the old school era. So, in the transition of, in the transition of new era versus old school, you know, she had she's probably on her last run. So, you, this is probably it for her. So, you don't have to worry about it next year, Hannah. Thank God, there are better girls. <laughs> so bitter. <laughs> I know. Uh, are there any other surprises in, in this ranking here? That, uh, you in this ranking or, here? Yeah. Oh, uh, Akiyoshi Yuka. Yuka! HKT. I'm so happy about her. Uh, I, I I always liked her. And she's she's gotten really... Uh, she's grown up, too, so... I'm happy that she's here now. A lot of uh, HKT fans have are finally recognizing her. She's very, she's very funny. She, uh, she, before Nakumiku, she was like the brand new young one, and then Nakumiku sneaked snuck in, and unfortunately, her she went away. But she's still there. She's still good. She's got great handshakes. So, Akiyosh, congratulations. Uh, there's a lot of SKE girls that I don't know about uh that are in here like Kamata Natsuki apparently she was in last year I didn't I didn't know uh oh uh, and uh Tanaguchi Megu she made her appearance at 69 slapping bitches everywhere right yeah man oh yeah <clears throat> she good though uh plus then, like one of the two team eight holdouts oh yeah uh Sakaguchi Nagisa I, I yeah, she was uh, in the prelims. Uh, she ranked in the prelims, and then she finally showed up here. Uh, but yeah, teammate, that's it for well, her and another one <laughs> later on. But Kudano Narumi, yeah, but yeah. she ranked really high. Whereas Sakaguchi was like number seventy, which yeah. means she barely made it. Uh, for NMB, uh, Kishino Rika finally ranked uh, first gen, first gen girl. Um, this was like the big surprise, one of the big surprises if you were an enemy fan, uh, old school. But she just missed out on upcoming girl center to uh, me and my Ami. So, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, but yeah, me and my Ami is the center. So that's cool. Even though she A announced. Nice little send off. <laughs> yeah, she, announced, uh, she announced her graduation and then, all right, you're going to, fans are going to treat her right and make her center. Downsigned, uh, she dropped 20 spots, but 5th uh, Gen Miyamayami. If you're, if you're an SKE fan, 5th Gen, uh, this, is a good, this was a good election for you, but uh, Miyamayami, number, number uh, 65. I can't complain about that. If you were a Rioja, if, if Rioja fan, you'd probably be complaining for the second year. Yeah, right? we're going to talk about that soon. <laughs> Uh, any other love for Mia Miami as uh, uh, center or anything else to say? I mean, it's probably going to be like this single is probably going to be very low intensity because I saw her trying she'll, to dance. Yeah, she'll break on, her she'll break her leg again or something. It was just she had no horizontal movement. <laughs> so it's going to it's going to be a ballad, is is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's probably going to be a ballad. And probably something where they're sitting in chairs? Not even. I don't think she can sit. <laughs> or, or, or are they, like, lying down? 
I'm pretty sure they're probably lying down or something. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be cool though. We'll we'll see. Uh, it'll be a good send off for her. I, I think this is pretty good. If you're a Miami yeah. fan, this is this is a great send off for her. Okay, so let's move on to future girls <clears throat> and her partner. What what is this great injustice that's been done to Kitagawa Yoha? <laughs> well, uh, she there's just she's, no love. She's a management pushed girl, but uh, she doesn't have the fans to back her up. I guess so. It's it's a shame. I actually like Rioja. Um, last year, she was one spot from Upcoming Girls Center because uh, Saito Makiko took that. Now she is. <laughs> one spot away again, but she is back row of a future girl. So I'm like, oh my god, this sucks for her. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I guess, uh, I guess if your management push, it's one of those things, right? Your management push girl, but you don't have the fans to translate, and the fans don't back you up. I don't know. I don't know. What do you do? I think there are fans to back her up, but. The issue is that um, all of those fans were somewhere else. <laughs> the only person who ranked higher than her from her generation was basically anyone who was behind um, Takeuchi Saki, who ranked like 31. Which was really strange because Azumarion didn't even rank this year. Yeah. Which that, was really sad. That was another disappointment with uh, Azumarion. Are they a uh, fourth gen SKE? No, she's sixth gen. Kitagawa Reho sixth gen. Okay. Yeah, so she was sort of like the future of SKE, and then seventy two happened, and everyone is now on the seventy two like bandwagon. <laughs> mm. So we'll see exactly how her push goes. I think. There is still quite a lot of, like, um, there are fans behind her, but these fans aren't super intense fans who will, like, literally shell out 10 votes for her. <laughs> yeah. They're just, I oh, I want to see a cute girl. My, my conspiracy theory is this. They've, they've moved on to lesser Jarena. <laughs> that <clears throat> But Rada hasn't even ranked this year. Yeah. But so, she's probably younger and cuter than the old hag that is Rioja now. And smarter. <gasps> and speaks English. And probably a better singer. Rada is not a good singer. <laughs> Just like Jarena. Uh, neither is Rioja. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she has... Uh, she's... She has a syndrome that Owada Nana has because Owada Nana, I feel, is like in the same boat as her where she's very management pushed, but she doesn't rank high or she doesn't have a lot of big votes. Cute girl, but her fans only like will give her one vote as opposed to like 10. Yeah. So we'll see how it is. Speaking of Owada Nana, they are both. They're both here. <laughs> yeah, they're both near each other. Yeah, someone, someone explained to me the appeal of Awada Nana. I don't quite get it. Um, She's cute. Apparently she's super rich, too. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I If you like, uh, if you like the, the roundy type of girls that are cute, uh, 
Uh, what do you mean by roundy? Well, she's not like a stick, you know. Okay. Um, she's marshmallow body. Marshmallow so she's, body. She's she's idle fat. Yeah. No, I, she's I idle say, fat. She's I idle even fat. Say she, no, I wouldn't even say she's like super fat, but in idle terms. But I don't know. I I always thought she was cute, but I wouldn't. She's not like on my radar. Yeah, because like Owana Nana was not the best part of Sailor Zombie. That was Jury. Owana Nana was kind of uh, you could see on her face when she was announced. She was kind of salty. She, I think, she has very high expectations and she gets a lot of jobs and stuff, but it just doesn't translate. It just doesn't translate, and that sucks for her. But oh well, yeah. I'm not on her. I'm not on her bandwagon, anyways. I just, not on the train, huh? <laughs> not wrong, Nana, right? If I had to like name this future girls group, it would literally be management pushes that don't have a lot of passionate fans. There's a few exceptions in here, but uh, but yeah. No, I think that literally describes like at least half of the group. <laughs> so, Alan, what Hannah is describing is internet wrestling community favorites. Wait, well, what's that? <laughs> I, I I know what it means, but uh, that's like a, a Zack Ryder in here or something like that. Yeah, Zack yeah. Ryder, yeah. But anyways, uh, back to idols. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nishino Miki finally arrives. Yes! So yes. Did, you, uh, did you spaz out? I was happy. Yeah, man. I One of my votes went to Nishino Miki. My la- I think my last vote went to Nishino Miki. I was, uh, I, I, I got pulled in last year when she did not rank. She was like a disappointment last year. I was like, out of the three musketeers, she didn't rank. So this year, back in full force, number 61, girl. Good job, Nishinomiki. And then she was, Management she was very. Push. Really? I don't think so. I, I always thought the other two well if you put the three musketeers together as a management push then i understand but that's a big management push yeah i understand that but she's the lowest ranking out of the three musketeers so uh i'm glad i'm glad she's there i always like her i think she's the i think she's the most entertaining out of the three musketeers i've been so dd out of all of them but uh uh, i always like her so i'm glad she's here she's very humble in her speech crying all the time and everybody was happy i don't know if there's anybody in akb or in team four that like doesn't like her like takashi jury like gave her a big hug when she got announced so uh, i'm happy any thoughts hannah on ishino miki or is she not your cup of tea she's it's sort of like of all the tentomuchu girls like I have to say, Nishino Miki is probably my least favorite. Oh man, my least favorite is Toma Nagamiyo. I I just <laughs> I just cannot. It's sort of like everything that she has, I can find somebody else who does better. So I'm sort of like, eh. Oh, good for you. You ranked. You just landed in the in the group of girls who are super management pushed. And haven't really gotten anywhere, and will probably disappear in like two years. Ah, oh, so, so, so harsh. You should know so I mean, good. I mean, like Saho's in here too, and Yudi's also in here, and they're both my favorites as well. But they're both like 
oh, they've gotten no traction. That's why they are in Future Girls. <laughs> the situation they don't want to be in is Meow's situation, but that's basically what this Future Girls lineup is. The Future Meows? Well, yes, there, there's this is a the couple... Future Meows in here. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of big drops in here. Uh, unfortunately, so yeah. I can I can understand I can understand that. Let's let's talk about that chick who dropped like a rock, Tani Marika, thirty two. Tani, spots. what ha- what happened? Uh, it's because SKE has no shows. So that's why? true. Yeah, that's why SKE only had twenty girls ranked this year. Yeah. It's literally that like on two chan you literally see less and less SKE threads because there's no shows. There's no shows. Um, the radio shows have been cut. A lot of their programs are irregular now. There's nothing to talk about except for the theater shows. But the theater shows, you only have, like, what, five seconds of MC? So where are you going to find these new Tani Marika fans? And the ones that are dedicated to her are probably less dedicated because there's a lot less going on. What is the the SKE zero position and that's like a monthly show now yeah that's a monthly so, show yeah and it's it sucks because her she was like prominent in the first run of it um and i i think someone did like a like a stat of this is how many shows each group has and this is how many minutes uh each girl has oh, been yeah. on the show and then sk was like zero 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 oh they're on a music show that's three minutes and then that was like their run for the week yeah japan has a yearly ranking of literally it's like minute by minute play of all talentos and all acts in japan and like every single 48 group ranked with the exception of ske yeah because they have no tv shows what so you're telling me like even ngt 48 got more airtime than ske yeah yeah, this wow. last um, well, year. Well, now they do. Year. Now they do. Because NGT has that broadcast with HKT that took over, uh, what was it, Kunya Tomari? Yeah. The and, Sashi, Sashikita battle. Yeah, the Sashikita battle. And that literally puts them above SKE because SKE has no weekly programs. Yeah. Man, it's. How are we supposed to know if Tani cleaned her room without any shows? I think so. that's probably yeah. well known that she she messed it all up again. Yeah, but <laughs> even then, man, it's it's comedy gold. It's funny. It's it's hilarious, and they were on TV, and uh, I, I can understand that where they had no no promotion anywhere, and it sucks for her to drop that far. I was really like, I didn't realize that. Uh, watching it and I was like oh it makes sense because I always always thought she would have been very high very like high up in uh, undergirls but not this year man not this year there are better girls ahead of her Uh, speaking of better girls ahead of her Kojina Yui oh my god she dropped but she also had another memorable speech <laughs> another memorable speech it was it, this was another example of like short and to the point <laughs> because she was like oh i i'm so happy i got to go to the bathroom <laughs> and she literally left she like bolted out and everybody was laughing everybody was it was funny and i i i couldn't believe it she pulled out yeah. the mirror 
you know, she pulled out her mirror again. That's probably going to be her shtick every year, but she made this one a lot different than last time. <laughs> and she went to the bathroom and she was gone. Nature was I feel and, like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like if we wanted a super entertaining, like, 48 group show, you would just have Tani, Kojina, and Natsumikan being the MCs, just doing random shit. And that would sell the show immediately. <laughs> hey, this group, this group could use, <laughs> this group is like half, uh, half very out there girls. And the other half is like very quiet. So I can, uh, I can imagine if they were all on a show that they can all benefit from each other, but, um, it would be amazing. You mean, it would be, yeah, <laughs> it would be awesome. Ooh. So if anyone has no further thoughts on future girls, let us move to next girls. Oh, wait. Well, we could say uh, Saho's back. Y'all are good about Saho being back. Saho! Yaho! Saho! Yeah. She's got a good and then, Oh, yeah. And then uh, Futamura Haruka is the future girl center. So uh, SK... And Madoka dropped. <laughs> Madoka dropped. Uh... And then Rico P dropped, but yeah, Futamura Haruka, another fifth gen SKE. So even though she dropped uh, from, I think, Undergirls last year, uh, oh no, Future Girls last year, she sent her here, and SKE fans were happy about that. So as a former SKE fan, I was like, oh man, that's great. So yay for SKE. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Madoka is just going to disappear. She's yeah. literally been dropping every single year. She peaked at uh, her Undergirls uh, debut, which was strong, but uh, that cool beauty shtick doesn't work in HKT anymore. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be a lolly in HKT now. Or, a lolly or a plastic monster. Or you gotta have or a personality. A <laughs> or you gotta have you a said? personality. <laughs> okay. No, I said, or you have to have a personality. Oh, okay, I thought you said, or a whore, because that would probably point to their oh. <laughs> oh of course that helps no matter what in life anyways <laughs> okay so let's move on to next girls before we get ourselves in trouble here uh next <laughs> next girls had a lot of uh debut members story yeah. tanakia tanaka miku ego yuna yes uh kurano narumi like we mentioned before uh which of these girls has the brightest future you think uh out of the debut girls yes um i was happy about ego yuna uh finally uh making a showing in the elections i felt like that was the big sk push but uh, she's been in sk for a while now another fifth gen so i don't know if she's gonna get any higher uh tomiyoshi asuka the revolution She's great in HKT, and she's adorable, and I'm glad she's there. Uh, Suto Ririka, I thought she was going to be ranked higher. Um, yeah, same. I, I didn't think 44 was the right number for her. So I think her uh, illegal Mahjong games probably got her in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but she made it up in her speech. She, was, uh, she said she was probably going to graduate but because of her mom, but she... She's going to stick it out a little bit more. So I think she, her future is probably bright. Uh, 
for Nako Miku, I'm a I'm on Team Miku, so I was very very happy that she she ranked here. So I think she's gonna be a constant in HKT from now on. She already is, but uh, as far as those go, as far as those go, I, I'm pretty cool about it. Kurano Narumi, Team Eight is I don't know I don't know I'm I'm not a big Team Eight fan, but I never thought that she would be that high. I seriously see Team 8 as being somewhat like NMB now, where you have a lot of people who are fans, but they're just not going to go that far for them. Mm. But at the same time, like, um, Yuria actually came out 48, and I was like, oh, yay, yay, another second oh, yeah. gen. HKT, yeah, Yuria. She's good. I like her. She's uh, really cute. Also a oh, cosplayer, yeah. which is amazing. <laughs> so hopefully she comes out in cosplay or something. But overall, this entire lineup for like future girls is well, not future girls, next girls next is girls. like super awesome. <clears throat> the only the only shocker is Kizaki Yuria. I really did not expect her this low. Uh, why do you think she dropped that low? Well, she's she's from what I see, she's becoming more of a captain, and she's not like doing any. Uh, she's not doing any shows. She's not doing any like gravure lately. So I feel like now that she doesn't do any of that stuff, that she she loses votes, she loses rank. So. I mean, she dropped 15 spots, and she's the biggest drop in this section. So the fact that she doesn't do that stuff anymore, I'm like, well, I, I can understand. I was just surprised. I thought she would have been forever under girls. I feel like it's also that for Kizaki Yuria, um, a lot of her fans came from SKE. Like, she when she transferred over to AKB in Team Four, that's when fans were like, you know what, I abandon you. <laughs> <laughs> and so from that point onward, she's just been on this decline, this huge decline that you also see in people like Machin, right? Okasawara Mayu is like really amazing, but people are going to care. <laughs> A lot of her fans were also SKE48 Hakoshi, and they're just like, why? Why are you constantly getting pushed? I don't understand. You're not that popular. Please get out. <laughs> I think I think for Kizaki, I think she likes being an AKB, but her fans she don't like She definitely likes it. Yeah. Yeah, she likes it a lot more. But, Yeah. I think she has to expect that it it's downhill from here. Yeah. The good times are over for Kizaki. Which yeah. which, which sucks cuz she can play, she could play the dumb girl in any in any like variety show. She could be like the dumb girl. Um but she has dropped that shtick now. So now that she's captain, she's like, nope, I got to be a captain. I got to be a team B captain and be proper and everything and she can't even do grab your shit anymore so i was like all right whatever yeah so if i don't see her somewhat naked then it's not worth it eh? 
Well, there were more beautiful girls in her generation than Kizaki, yeah. in my opinion. But you're just uh, saying, though, that that seems to be the consensus here is that she's not doing anything. Even if she shows up in a bikini, it would be nice, right? Well, but, you know, what do you do? I mean, it's yeah. it's gotten to the point where, like, AKB, as an AKS, didn't renew her contract. So she's on a day-to-day contract at this point. So... At any moment, we could literally expect her to say, oh, I'm graduating. Oh, man. It's all right. She got a lot of money. She rich. Is she? <laughs> yeah, I thought she was really, I thought she's really rich, but I don't know. I hope anyway. for her sake that's true. <laughs> she don't need, she don't need to be an idol no more. She don't need no man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, any other thoughts on this ranking? Yagura Fuko, uh, another uh, if another bright spot for NMB. Uh, Ice Cream Fuko is next girl center, so uh, it was a jump for her. That's good, and she center, so that's that's overall good for NMB. Uh, one of your main girls is a center, and I think it's good. I like her. I like Fuchan. Hannah, any other love for this group of girls? I'm totally Team Miru. I don't like the center. <laughs> she just missed out on uh, on Undergirl, so I if that was if I was in her position, I'd probably be like, well, yeah, I'm center, but guess what? Sharoma beat me. She outranked me. I'm like, fuck. I'm pissed, but at least she can be take solace in knowing that she's in a center song and not in the middle like Miru is. So. Miro is so much better, and you know it. <laughs> she has a better ass. Lies. She does have no. I Miro has a better ass than than Fuka, so. Oh, of course she does. She has better everything. <laughs> doesn't mean I doesn't mean I can't like Fuka. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Undergirls. How about that Yabuki Nako? Nako team Nako. That's. I'm happy. Nako, Nako. Oh, oh man. Sucking on sucking on Sashi's dick all the time. Oh, you're you're outvoted, Alan. Knock team Nako wins here. Hey, you know what? I, I like I vote I like Nakumiku. I really like it. So when she got announced, it was it was very emotional. I was like, oh, that's that's really good for her. So uh Sashi got emotional because that was like, you know, her one of her biggest fans and now she's She's ranked high. Um, I I really thought that uh, like the the window for her was getting smaller and smaller. I was like, ooh, if she doesn't rank here, I thought she would have been a little bit lower. But I'm glad that she's there. I can't believe she beat out some of the other girls in front of her, though. Like the three, there's three SKE girls that she beat out. I'm like, ooh, she beat out now. She beat out Soda Serena and Takeuchi Saki. And that actual vote gap is actually really close there. So that's one thing that we didn't mention, that the vote gaps were very, very close to a lot of positions. So It's not like a blowout like in some positions, right? Oh, no. There's only, there's only <laughs> not one. Not like number one and number there's two. <laughs> only, yeah, there's only one blowout, really. But uh, um, like this whole undergirls could have been reshuffled in a different way. And... Uh, Still would have came out pretty pretty good. 
But yeah. The push was so strong for Nako, though, that I feel like if Nako Miko didn't rank this year, they would have to seriously reconsider their position. Yeah, like, she push- got a solo song this past year. They were, were in, like, every single B-side besides all the team ones. <laughs> I mean, they, they've been pushed a lot the last two or three years, so it it's about time that... Uh, the effort has been, uh, the effort, yeah, was paid off. So, if they didn't, if they didn't show up this year, it would have been a big time trouble for HKT. But they represent. <clears throat> oh yeah. Okay, so let's move on to another debut. The Joker finally makes finally makes it after crying last year. She finally makes it, and she makes it fairly high. Well deserved, or or not. Um, I, I, I love the Joker. I voted, I voted for her and I was surprised. Uh, I did not, I, I kind of, kind of wanted her to be a little bit higher, but 21 is a great spot, a great debut spot. Um, there's a lot of like debuts in this group and the fact that she's the highest debut, uh, makes me happy about that. So, um, the black hearted idol, continues to be black-hearted the joker will always be there so she was actually very gracious in her speech too so there were tears of uh tears of joy all over uh i don't think uh i don't think she would uh be salty again i don't think she has a reason to be salty again so hopefully uh she takes this and runs runs uh runs well with it i'm a secret fan i love as in, I love my black-hearted idols. I just love them. Yeah. Yeah, I am great. unanimously for every single black-hearted idol that admits to being black-hearted and owns it. So now that my Milky is gone, I need a new, I need a new person. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The Joker's here. <laughs> Joker's so good. That killer smile. So good. So tell me, who's the Batman to the Joker here? Yoka. Uh, really? Yo-chan. I feel like the two of them are really good together. <laughs> hmm. I thought the Batman would have been... Uh, uh, oh, what's her name? Mukachi Miyon, because she stole... She stole... Uh, what's her name from her? Mogi? She stole... Uh, Mogi, yeah. Yeah, that makes, that makes total sense. <laughs> or, or actually, Comey, Comey and Mion were a thing, and then maybe Mogi could be the Batman. That's Mogi true. can be the Batman. Yeah. My Mogi, Mion is no one's sidekick. <laughs> Mogi, Mogi is the Mogi is so Ikemen, so she can be the Batman. There you go. There we go. And, and for those of you who are not playing along at home, Komiyama Haruka is who we were talking about when we say the. Yeah. <laughs> Komiharu, the Joker. My Mion um, is no one's Batman. No. <laughs> Mion is Aquaman. <laughs> I kind of predicted. Mion is Superwoman. <laughs> She's Wonder I kinda Woman. I kind of predicted. Uh, uh, let's see. I remember I mentioned to you, Greg, that Kato Rena could have been 26. Yep. And I got that. I kind of got that right. Yes, you did. So, congratulations, Alan, on another positive on another accurate, pre- yeah. 
Yeah, I thought... the scandal. That's right. What do you think her scandal will be, Alan? Uh, I don't know. She, she's like, uh, she could be like the Kardashian of the AKB world. So she can like caught arrive. sleeping around with management. She, she could, yeah, she could be one of those. She could be like caught at a party, like drunk, half naked, or something like that. So I'm gonna say she's gonna marry the Japanese Kanye West. <laughs> uh Takuch, what's his name? I don't know. I don't know all my male idols that much, but yeah, Katorena, man, number twenty-six. You win that curse spot, but that curse spot isn't as powerful as it was back in the day. So, so basically, her scandal <laughs> will be she made a really shitty gravier photo book or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It could be like that. All right. Uh, Bur- crazy bird lady Takayanagi Akane drops out of the Senbatsu and into the Undergirls. Was this expected? Yeah, man. Um, I think so. I mean, she lost nineteen thousand votes. It says here, but she wasn't like, like I guess she would have been the yearly drop, the depressing drop into Undergirls. But she took it in stride. I don't think she was super, uh, super sad like Suda last year or Kodama last year or anything any of the others in the past so um sucks for her i i like i like the bird lady i like jury but uh new era man you gotta make room for new era i mean like i love the crazy bird lady but it's sort of like she's been doing so many other things that i feel like the election is just second second thoughts for for people who are like diehard fans of her. It's yeah, sort of her, like her chance was oh, last year. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And the fans took like, advantage of that. Yeah, exactly. And it's sort of like, yes, you know, 48 group is still important to her, but there are so many other things that she has been doing that if I was a diehard fan of Chidi in um, in Japan right now. I would be attending like her real life um, theater performance or like buying all of her solo CDs. Not really voting in the election. <laughs> yeah, she may be she may be the next big SKE graduate to go, which will be sad. Yeah, I mean Shibata Aya is already graduating, so. Yeah. The next one. The next next one. <laughs> <laughs> the next next one. <laughs> the next, 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 next one. There's a there's always a next next one in SKE, guys. Yeah, SKE is pretty next... much, hey, let's graduate sometime today. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh speaking of potential graduate one day, Minagishi Minami, Undergirl Center. Man. So uh you happy with this? I, I mean, I I kind of wanted her to finally be back, like to make the jump back into Sendbots after her scandal and everything. Uh, but uh, seeing her at center, like, like I was like, oh, she just missed Undergirls. Uh, I'm sorry, she just missed Sendbots. Being center Undergirls, she just missed Sendbots. And then the fact that uh, we find out later that she just missed it by 60 votes is even a 
more of a salt in the wound. So I'm kind of like, oh, I'd rather have her. I'd rather her and Haruna switch. But I mean, at least she sent her. At least she sent her undergirls so she can add an another checkbox to her long AKB career where she's a center in a single. But I'm I'm happy for for the Gish. I'm glad she's there. I was never a big fan, so I'm kind of like miffed that Onion Anna didn't get center. I was like, if Anna was center, first of all, we would have like the dead the dead eyed girls center. I mean song. Because it'll be her, Ayane, Akane, and Rena in the same song. And then you'd have like both girls from the attack in the same song too. Yoko and Anna. But I was like, uh, whatever. At least I'll never need to deal with Michan in another song. For Senbatsu anyways. Oh, Senbatsu, so, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, she she's always I mean, she's always gonna be in another Senbots, but, but Yeah. You know, she's it not gonna been, be in So Senkyo. Yeah. It could have been cool as a final as a final to be in the Senbots one more time, but Undergirls is not bad. I mean, as your send off, that's not bad either, so Yeah, so as a as a side question, you think she's gonna get all the undergirls on the Rise app workout now or? Yeah, man, get them in shape. Get uh, Obamina's probably on that on that diet right now. She she's looking a lot thinner. Obamina and uh, what's her name? Haru. Saya. Saya. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Saya. So uh, who could who could use a diet in this group? You know, Saya Kojimako. Kojimako with muscles would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> If Meri was still an undergirl, she would definitely need it. <laughs> oh, poor Meru. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, Tomonaga. Tomonaga Mio is going to need it. <laughs> she's the only one. Yeah, she's the only one that's kind of plump <laughs> in this group. You mean idol plump. Would yeah. Mio qualify for a marshmallow body or is she just like Suzuki oh, yeah. and fat? Oh, no, no. She's... She's marshmallow body. You know, Okita Ayaka, uh, there's one. There's another NMB surprise there where first-gen Okita Ayaka finally makes it up there. Uh, Tokamitsan accidentally said Sayaka, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she could use she could use the, the geish diet, too. So all, all, all these girls are going to be on Rise app, and they're going to be able to lift cars and stuff, right? Oh, man. Yep. Man, if Tano was in here, if Tano Tano wouldn't need it, but she could. She would be right with Minigishi. They could make a freaking workout song together. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it'd be like a that cover of been. Olivia Newton-John. That's what it would be. Let's get physical. Yes, <laughs> dude. They should totally do that. Yeah, that would be so cool. They do an '80s throwback song, and they just wear like the bright neon. All right. We're heading the home stretch now. Top 16. So, thank you, Senbatsu. So, we have a new era Takashi Jury, Okada Nana, Mukaichi Mion, and yes. Haruka. Yes. Yes. Mion. Uh, Mion. Tomo's in there, too. Tomo's in there. 
Yeah, Tomo's in there, but we got like a bunch of debuts, I guess. These oh, yeah, that's freshness. right. So let's start with Mion. Huge yes. gain. 31 spots. We all believe in the DSLs now, right? Or Hannah, at least Hannah likes the uh, the from the neck down. From the last podcast, <laughs> yes. I remember. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I believe I believe now. It's uh, Mukaichi Mion is really, really good. Um, she's the perfect balance of, uh, management and fan, fan push. So she took advantage of everything that she's been given to her, uh, being the center of the last single. Uh, I, I ended up liking the single, you know, it, it made me notice the next upcoming single that she was going to be center. I was like, Oh, okay, let's have her in it. And I, I actually liked it. And I, I'm glad I have copies of it now. So uh, you cannot say that she's not going to take advantage of everything coming to her. So she's doing a really, really good job. And I can be proud of her. And I can say, keep on going. I I, I don't hate her like a lot of the other idols. So, uh, so yeah, congratulations, Mion. Keep on going. Keep it going till next year. Mion. Mion. She, okay. She's... She's the, she's the offspring of Kitahara Rie and Oshima Yuko. So <laughs> that's all. That's all I could think of is like if if Yuko and Rie like had a baby, had, had a baby, <laughs> it'd be Mukaichi Mion, and that's one attractive baby. So there you go. Word, son. That's one adorable baby. You mean? <laughs> yeah, adorable, attractive, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving from happiness to possibly depressing or inspirational, Okada Nana. So uh, she ranked, but then talked about difficulties she was having. Yeah, man, that was a that was a surprise because if you were a Nana fan, uh, she took a couple weeks off, and it was a uh, we didn't know why. She was like, "Hey guys, I'm going to take a couple weeks off. Not feeling so good, and uh, I'll see you in a little bit." And what did she say she had? Uh, let me look it up here. She had like, um, like some sort of eating disorder. No, oh, she, she had, had some... bulimia as a result of the yeah. the other one. Let oh, me yeah. look it up here. Active uh, something. Uh, I can look it up here real quick. One second. Um, she had. Uh, she was diagnosed with functional hypoglycemia. And it made her go through uh, vomiting and nausea. So hypoglycemia, I think it's like a, is it a blood thing? Let me look it up here. Hypoglycemia. And while Alan's looking it up, we're, we'll do a quick uh, tease for WebMD, webmd.com. Look up your diseases <laughs> there. It's low, it's low blood sugar. Yeah, but the, the vomiting and like overeating <laughs> was was the better translation is bulimia <laughs> she basically admitted to having an eating disorder in front of all of japan when you have high hypoglycemia you have low blood sugar and it may lead to uh loss of consciousness feeling of hunger sweating shakiness uh so she had that feeling of hunger through but through bulimia so yeah it's uh it sucks that she has that, but it's it's very admirable that she admitted it. And uh, dude, I 
I, uh, I have a couple friends that have like uh, eating disorder, so I could relate to, I could somewhat relate to what she was feeling. And I, I'm, I'm very proud of her to, for her to be that strong. She's always a very hardworking girl and it sucked that to be in her position where she had to take time off and she said she missed her fans. She said she missed the members. Uh, but everybody was so happy that she came back. She really, really believes in her job and she really, really is passionate about her job. So, um, this helped to validate her and, uh, I'm I'm glad she actually made it, made it into number fourteen. So that's that's excellent for her. The hard work is paying off. Yes, I feel like this is so. A couple of years ago, there was um, this other site that I go to. It's basically like an underground Japan site that reports on like things that regular tabloids even don't really touch but they do have a lot of evidence for it. And one of the things that they actually mention for like top 10 entertainment scandals that should have been scandals and more widely covered, but were just ignored for whatever reason was that Koji Haru actually mentioned that a lot of the, the newer idols are very like, they call them Ita dolls. It's basically um, idols that sell themselves kind of, on like suffering or I don't even want to say suffering, but like struggling really hard. And they talk about how hard it is. Whereas in the past you were just expected to suck it up. So I feel like Okada Nana has finally reached where she can like openly talk about this sort of thing. Whereas in the past people would have been like, Oh, why are you talking about this? Just shut up and suck it up. And I feel like it's such a good, it's such a good transition. Is so, it a is it a play to get like the sympathetic vote? I don't even think it's a play to get the sympathetic vote though, because of all of the backlash in Japan that surrounds like mental illness. Mm, that's like right. even admitting that you have it is a pretty is a pretty like courageous thing to do. So if I was an Okada Nana fan before, because I thought she was simply cute and she works hard. And her character is kind of adorable. This has made me even more of an Okada fan. Yeah, even uh, she she wouldn't have gotten sympathetic votes. I mean, she got votes for for what she's been doing. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> so, so even then, now now for me, I feel like uh, I feel like sympathetic and things like that. But I always always knew how she, how good she was. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Man, like before it's... we were just like, oh, she's so hardworking. <laughs> she's so cute. You know, her, her like, Majime personality is, like, really adorable. Now it's just like, oh, my God, this girl's amazing. <laughs> I kind of like her short hair. At first, Her I short hair is really, it's, it's grown on me. Short. Her yeah, short hair short. is way better than Suda's short hair. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Because yep. Okada Nana is still, still in her teens and not looking like a 40-year-old mom. That's right. 40-year-old soccer mom. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to her yeah. in a few minutes. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, it's still it's still awesome. Okadana is awesome, anyways. She's a great team four co captain or vice captain, so she still has a lot of passion for the group. She still has a lot of passion for being an idol, uh, even in her uh, even in her in her state in her speech. She was just like 
being very grateful to everyone. So, I mean, what do you think, Greg? What do you think about Okada Nana? I know you're, I know you're a fan of hers. I think she was rather inspirational. It was a different speech. Like, that's not an idle speech, man. Uh, so, yeah, that was pretty good of her to, to actually come out and say that. Because normally, yes, like Hannah said, they would, they would just shove it in the back saying, you know, be a happy Genki idol and don't talk about this type of stuff. So I think it's uh, good that she's she's admitting that she had a problem and hopefully it helps other girls get help too. You know, yeah, man, Jaws is doing well this, this year. Congratulations, <laughs> you know, so good on her for coming out and being real i guess that's probably the realest idol speech i've seen so far so yeah you know one that doesn't involve like crying and scandals <laughs> and, and and men and shit you know an actual yeah. speech that yeah something. so yeah Good there's on. just so much in this year that is like an affirmation of sort of like the entire people like it when idols are more human like this is going back to Undergirls a little bit, but Yoka ranking was really... I felt like it was very important because she actually admitted to having post-traumatic stress disorder. And, like, same thing for Paruru. And Nana just admitting it in her speech is sort of, like, cherry on top. So, lots of good things this year. Yeah. You are... Okada Nana, you always have a supporter in me. You're great. Congratulations on it. Congratulations on on making it in Senbots. You deserve it. That's right. Speaking of good things, Kodama Haruka, her pain has ended. Yes. Her pain has <laughs> yes. finally ended. Finally. Finally. Haruki. Are you licking toads in praise of Jeebus for this? Oh, man. It, it, it's just her her story... I mean, she has such a great story of like uh, of pain and suffering and redemption because it was like, what do you what do you say when you when you think you're going to be the center of a brand new group and then someone else comes up from the ranking, someone else like two or three other girls just take your spot and you go through the suffering and you go through, you know, the trials and tribulations and you suck it up and you're like, you know, I'm going to do it my way. And then it finally comes up in the end. You know, you finally get those, you mark those little goals off. Hey, I finally got HKT Center. Great. Cool. You got another HKT Center. Awesome. Another HKT Center. Awesome. All right. Undergirls. So close, but not yet. But that's not where I want to be. And now she's finally in. She's top 10. She's number nine. I, I did not think she would, uh, actually didn't think she'd be that high. I thought she'd be a little bit lower, but, uh, that just <clears throat> that just goes to show that uh, she's got a lot of people behind her. Like her hard work is paying off as well. And uh, you know, fuck you, Meru. Fuck you, Mio. Kodama's uh, <laughs> there. You know, uh, be careful, Sakura. You know, Kodama's right right on your tail. So, I mean, it, it's uh, if you were if you were Team Harupi, if you were Team Harupi for a long time. This is just like a big like redemption thing for everybody. I, I kept thinking like, yeah, fuck you, Mero, fuck you, Mio, <laughs> stupid second gen. 
getting first and center, you know, I, I just could not be happy. Could not be any more happy for, for how to be. And she was adorable during her, or doing her speech. She, uh, she, uh, stuttered and everything. And it was like, ah, oh, good old Harpy. So I'm team out of B if you didn't figure it out by then. So, <clears throat> so Hannah, um, did plastic surgery do her any good? Oh yeah. Plastic surgery has saved her life. <laughs> So plastic surgery got her into the top 16, huh? She's going to have her own photo book now. Oh, man. The benefits are coming. The benefits are coming, Kodama. I, like, half expected her to start singing that melon juice coupling song that she has. The one where she's like, oh, some some newbie second gen came out and, like, totally stole my position. <laughs> I can't believe her. But at the same time, I also do really like Haruki. So it was nice. I won either way. <laughs> so it works out for you. Yep. Either she loses and I completely sadistically love her tears, or she gets into Senbatsu and it's great. <laughs> and she's already like getting praise for her performances in the new single. So it, it's like her time is coming. Her time is is shining right now. So it's looking it's looking good for Kodama fans. All right, and lastly, with the freshness, Dead Eye Jury. Yay. Yes, McCree <laughs> McCree all up in this. It's high noon somewhere, and now it's high noon in the AKB world. <laughs> Takashi Takashi Jury, uh, team team four captain, yeah. Um, uh, really, really glad that she's up there. Again, uh, she was around the forty thousand era vote, so she could have been she could have been in high undergirls. She could have been like center undergirls, and could have been good. Uh, but Takashi Jury, man, new gen. I can't complain. I really, really like her. Great captain. Funny on TV. Uh, so good. Very Super pretty. Super good MC. <laughs> so motivated. <clears throat> and she's very pretty, so can't hate Works, on that. Son. She's also down with C Nation. Wait, what? <laughs> you have to see my two shots with her. <laughs> oh, yeah, is that right? Uh, yeah. I made I made oh, her do the, uh, oh. the the old John Cena word word life. Okay. Oh, so, man. <laughs> you know, hustle, loyalty, respect. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. on. It's all about the club. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about what we did wrong here in our predictions <clears throat> from the last podcast. Uh, so oh. I think we <laughs> There's were... a lot that we did wrong. <laughs> well, oh, so much. For, for this ranking yeah. specifically, because I think we all were under the impression that Muto Tomu would be the one who dropped out of this ranking. But she's still here. Hey, I'm, I'm happy so about happy that. about that. I'm super <laughs> happy about that. See, I'm happy too. I just was on. I was erring on the side of. Uh, it's sort of like you set your expectations low so that you are always pleasantly surprised. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. This uh, this senbatsu should be called like the the Yuko the Oshima Yuko choice senbatsu. 
Yeah, man. You have her. You have her favorite Team K member. You have Neon, her selected some like successor. You have Koji Haru, <laughs> her best friend. Man, so many people. Yeah. So this this uh, this entire election was blessed by Oshima Yuko. Yes. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> we were also wrong on well, I was probably wrong on uh, Shimazaka Shimazaki Haruka because I yeah me she too. Would, I thought she would drop out because you know she doesn't really give a fuck anymore. But um, yeah, she is no longer participating after this year. What are your thoughts on that? Bye, bye, Paradu. <laughs> I I still like Paradu. Uh, she's she's getting to the point. She's really like Itano Tomo me now because she's around and she doesn't care. Uh, she I'm pretty sure if she ranked high, she would have a different point of view. But she kind of knows like she can't get any higher. She can't beat Sakura. She can't beat Kashiwagi. She can't get past Sayane or Jirina. And I think she's kind of like on the tail end of things now it sucks because she hurt herself and she went through all this stress and stuff and she's kind of like she was very she was very quiet when she was talking in her speech and she actually got to have a whole conversation with tokamitsan so it's like it's almost that uh when you're winding your career down you become more eloquent when you're talking <laughs> and uh, she had said like she wanted to graduate i think but but Yui kind of kept her around. Yeah. That's when it ended up happening. So she she's going to be around as long as her her, her best friend kind of wants to keep her there. So um, so I, I wouldn't mind. I, I couldn't have. I wouldn't have been upset if she completely dropped out. But I'm not too. I'm not like. I'm I'm kind of okay with her being around. I, I don't I don't mind that she's not that she's I don't mind that she's there at all. So on one hand, I love Paduru's like personality. I really like how she interacts with her fans online. She's super hilarious, but on the other hand, she's become more and more I wanna almost say like aggressive towards sister groups. So, as somebody who really, really likes sister groups, almost to the point of, like, liking them more than AKB48, it's almost, like, ironic in a very, very good way that she ranked below every single major, like, sister group member that ranked in Zambatsu. So, I'm like, ha, ha, take that. (laughs) Well, yeah, she doesn't... She doesn't really care for anything other than AKB, and it's kind of like you gotta yeah. know you gotta know who's around you. And uh, like, last year, you should have seen her expression every single time some SKE girl ripped. It was really hilarious. <clears throat> her her face was just really. It was like, wow, you're an idol. Learn how to hide your emotions. Did like uh, did Paduru have resting bitch face? Is that is that what you're telling me? It wasn't even resting. It was just like deliberate bitch face. It's like damn it, oh, not so it AKB. Like, she she really was like uh, fuck you. Is that basically it? Yeah. She pulled yeah, off a couple faces was, this year too. So yeah, that was her expression for 
this year it was also towards like HKT as well because of Sakura. But um, I think it's sort of, it marks very much how the new chapter is going to be of AKB, where we've always kind of been in there already, like where a lot of the sister groups have overtaken a lot of AKB 48, but um, it's, it's almost dramatic irony that she ends her Senbatsu career here because she's been telling her fans the entire year, this will be my last year, this will be my last year, and this is where it ends. <laughs> she's, she's giving pre-warnings to her fans, hey, it's time for me to go, and yeah, it's time for I you don't... to change, or time for you to either vote for me, show me how much you love me, or time to oh, she had to somebody else. Yeah, basically. And so this is the extent that her fans can push her. <laughs> oh, well. So, ha ha. Ha ha. <laughs> Minus 5,000 votes this year. How to do. Plan backfired. Uh, yeah. Speaking of backfiring, Suda Akari's hair. What the hell's up with that? She did Apparently it. She it didn't did backfire it. too much because yeah. she gained so many ranks. She gained 11 spots and 25,000 votes. So people like her 40-year-old mom hair? Is that... She did it for she did it for the, uh, the AKB 49 stage, if I'm correct. So, she could have yeah, worn a wig, man. The... <laughs> don't, don't cut she your did, hair like a 40-year-old mom. She could have, but just like any good actor or actress, when you put on weight for a role or when you lose weight for a role, you know, when you cut your hair for a role... Uh, that's that's the better way, and apparently she had really good reviews from it. So that's where a lot of her, I think, a lot of her votes came back from. You know, the fans that kind of left last year and came back for her this year. Um, I, I I was a big uh, Dasu fan back in the day, so I I could understand why she dropped last year, and I'm very very surprised. That she's Kami Seven this year. I I did not think she would be Kami Seven. Uh, Speaking but, uh, of Kami Seven, Dawson is <clears throat> perpetually hated by management. <laughs> oh yeah, so and that's a like another one of those uh, fan centered uh, type idols that they do such hard work, but they don't get recognized by management, and she's gonna take advantage of what she can and with barbecue not being there i'm pretty sure she got a couple votes from that but uh dude i can't believe she's comedy seven that's that's it makes me happy that she's comedy seven but i i can totally understand why people hate that she's there so really why well yeah she's uh she's yeah. annoying as fuck is why she can, she can be. I don't, I personally don't think she's annoying. I think she's, she's not great. annoying. I think she's great in handshake events. She, she can be like super too smiley. Uh, she can have the, the killer smile where it's like super robotic. And I can understand that. Uh, her, her, <laughs> unfortunately, she's going through a lot of like, her, like too much makeup and can't cover all the, all the breakouts lately. So. <laughs> Uh, she's not a perfect idol, but you know, she's still super bendy. She's still a great actress. She can do, she can't sing worth a, worth shit, but, <laughs> uh, she's still good. I, I don't know. She, I, I, I think she still has it in her. This may be her, 
this may be the her last year, so I think she's gonna ride high this last year. So I don't uh I don't know. I, I, I like it. I like her. It's really funny that you mentioned that a lot of people dislike her because she even mentioned that in her speech that oh, yeah. she actually searched for herself. <laughs> on Google, and she was like, "Oh, I was really disappointed by a lot of people saying, "Oh, why is she so popular?" <laughs> yeah, what did she say? Yeah, why is she so popular? That's what I want to know. She said think... last year it was like she she felt like she lost everything uh that her feelings uh came out to you know her real feelings came out, so that's another one of those situations where you can actually relate to somebody really feeling what they feel and when she was crying it up last year i was like oh my god this sucks like i i felt it in my gut like i can actually understand what she's gone through but uh but yeah you know <clears throat> what did she say why is she so popular and honestly there are many girls who are cuter than me so many girls will sparkle even i didn't understand why i was able to make it up to this point but I think it isn't because I am popular. <laughs> uh, let's see. There are people who found me looking for from an insider perspective. Um, so there, there you go. I guess people think they can relate better to her. Okay, whatever. I also <laughs> thought it was kind of sad that, like, when they were doing... So usually, you know how, like, right after some... Senbatsu, Sosenkyo, they'll do like all those Kami 7 promotions. People were like, oh, you can tell how much management hates Dasin because usually it's Kami 7. Now they're only doing with Kami 6. It's like Kami 6 because Sakura is right there. So, yeah, and they, <laughs> they've left Dasin out of everything. Yeah. It's tough. She has to, she has to fight for her position, even even though she has deserved it or she's ranked high for it. Um, oh, well. That's another that's another case where you can get behind someone that management doesn't like. So, Indeed. All right. So, top five, I think. Yeah, we're skipping some uh, six. other ones here. Six. Sakura is six. Yeah, Sakura is six. Um, what are your thoughts on Sakura? Sakura cried, man. Can't believe it. It's like, what's 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 wrong, Sakura? Why are you crying? You 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 went up one rank, and I think she was trying to reach top five this year. That was the goal. Yeah, and then yeah, she, was, she probably had the most tears out of like anybody anybody I can remember. So, uh. I guess I guess it was tough because she was like she wanted she wanted to destroy AKB last year, but now this year she's like, uh, okay, never mind. She she's not the, the she's not the eater of worlds. Is that what you're telling me? <clears throat> I guess not. No, okay. But she said uh, she wants to be number one like next year. So or she asked if it was okay to be number one next year. Do you think that's doable next year? No. No. Well, it depends. I mean, it depends if 
if Sashi if Sashi doesn't participate and her votes go to someone else, then great, she's there. But I don't know. Not with the way she's acting. <laughs> I think like she's become very Juridana like in that she's very out there. She's out there to get it. Because the thing about Sakura is that she's never she's never been very um, management pushed. I know that sounds really weird because she was just selected for center of Kimiwa Melody and everything. But at the same time, anything she's gotten, she's gotten because she has had to fight so hard for it. And so I felt like the reason why she was crying was because she felt that her jump in rank was so small compared to what she's had before that she doesn't realize how significant it is that she's number six against people like Yukirin, Sayane, Jirina, Mayu, and freaking Sashi. <laughs> so I think the fact that... Um, she's become a little bit more timid is reflective of that. So I really hope that she does make a good challenge for number one next year, if not actually get it, because it will be a good way for Sashi to finally end her AKB career, like sort of giving her center position to someone else. Passing Basically like, yeah, to a torch, to a person that like Akimoto Yasushi has admitted Oh, Sashi created Sakura just to get revenge on me, basically. <laughs> Which is something that he said about Sakura before. Okay, cool. Moving on. So we got the, the J and the Sayane ranking up while you get in yes. the fifth. <clears throat> so, Dude. Yeah. That sucks. So is this uh, Kashiwagi going to be trending down in the future now? Well, you know what? I totally forgot about her scandal last year. Like, I think that was one of the big things that happened. And I kind of brushed it off thinking, oh, yeah, that's just another scandal. No big deal. I uh, totally did not expect, like, a lot of her fans, like, to just uh, dump her since then. Um. And then there was there was stuff about uh, uh, during her solo concerts, like a lot of casual fans being there, uh, not too many like hardcore fans than before. So uh, I guess that didn't translate to votes either. So when you sell out packed arenas for your casual fans, and they just don't they just don't vote for you when it's election time, uh, and then a combination of that. And your hardcore fans just dropping you. It's just like, well, I can see why 75,000 votes go missing and you drop to number five. So I'm like, ah, oh, man, that I, I I didn't put those things together until after after the election. I was like, ah, oh, that's a bummer. I was on I was I was rooting for Kashiwagi this year. I and, don't <clears throat> think that any of her vote loss was due to the scandal, actually. I don't know. I that was all that was so far away that I I totally remembered it was like right after the election they broke out her scandal. And I thought people would have forgotten by now, but if you're 
if you are really a hardcore Kashiwagi fan and you really hate scandals, I could see why you wouldn't support her this year. So having having that many votes, uh, that many that much drop, I, I I don't know. It feels like that's where it could come from. Like the reason why I don't think it's that is because she's had those scandals before. And so, um, like, she's had that that uh, dating scandal before, especially with the porn actress. She's had several, she's had, like, several other scandals like that before. So I feel like a lot of the vote loss wasn't due to that, but rather due to the fact that she's had several pacts um, Packed, like, as you mentioned, tour festivals this year where each hall could easily fit 3,000, 4,000 people. And she's had all of them right before Sosenkyo. So if I was a fan, I wouldn't, I wouldn't vote for her. I would just go to one of her, I would go to every single one of her concerts and just enjoy it that way. For all of her fans now, it's sort of like AKB is now second place. First place is all of her solo activities, whether yeah. it's the concert, it's, you know, getting all of the goods at the concert. Like the goods for her concert were amazing. So things like that, I think, would be more of a priority for a fan, especially a diehard fan than having to vote for her for a stupid single, which you'll probably see like maybe once or twice. (laughs) And like, it's so obvious from the treatment of her during Green Flash that like, even if she does get center, you're not going to see more than three seconds of her in the music video. Well, they need, (laughs) they need somebody to do all the singing in the, in the (laughs) single. So that's why they got to keep her around. But yeah, I can understand that. It just sucks, man. 75,000 less votes than last year. That's such a huge drop. <clears throat> I mean, if you do the math for it, if you do the math for it, 75,000 is, what, 750,000 USD. And the average ticket for one of her concerts was like $70. That's where 100,000 votes went. Mm. I mean, 100,000 people went. Because she had six, she had six tour dates. Every single one was about like three, four thousand people. And then on top of that, you had to think about all the goods and merchandise that they bought. So it's very easy to see where all those votes went. Even if even if she had those votes, she would have ended up number three behind Mayu. Uh, so it would have been a, another battle for second and third between the two of them. Yeah. She would <clears throat> she would have out she would have been number three. So oh well. Indeed. Still think you're fine, you <laughs> It's all good though. It's all good. As long as she's uh doing active things and not entering the wonderful world of adult video, we're okay. She gets she gets finer every year. <laughs> That's true. Keep she's on like going. fine wine, right? She's about to, she, it's going to be her birthday soon, so she's about to be 25. Wow. 
that's good. She's she's in old hag territory now for idols. Pretty much. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we're gonna go to not old hags. Uh, Jarena and Sayane. They get closer to my use number of votes, but don't break the glass ceiling. So, Man. <clears throat> yeah. Is 60,000 your idea of close? <laughs> for, for, to my view, yes, that's, that's close enough. I mean, like, do you think either one of them will actually somehow get through? Or do you think Mayu and Sashi are just going to, like, rule the top two? Well, if, if my, if Mayu says that this election is her last election, then that the de facto number two would be Jarena. You wouldn't have uh, you wouldn't have anybody. There would be no AKB in the top three, so it'd be HKT, SKE, and NMB. So Cyan is also bowing out next year. Oh shit, that's right. No Cyan. Uh, <laughs> so you have a HKT and SKE being the real battle there, but. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's cool that they that they both ranked up. I mean, um, I was uh, hope I was thinking Sayane would have been at five, and Jarena at four, uh, but they both went a little bit higher than I thought. Both of them ranked up two spots. Both of them have extra votes this year, so they're they're both still riding the momentum of being the de facto center in each sister group. Um, but what do you, I mean, what else do you do? I mean, what else can you do? You're the center. These are like all the centers in each group and they are, you know, they can't, they can't beat the mother, the mothership of AKB yet. And even then they can't beat even Mayu, the closest to beating Sashi can't beat the center of the hkt group so it's like it's like what do you do i mean how much more can you do sine is on sine is in everything in the last year jurina not so much but i mean what what's the possibility i mean how can they increase their votes how can they how can they rank even higher the next year I feel like for Jurina, there's so much upside potential because a lot of her, a lot of the things that she's doing, she, um, a lot of them are still coming up. So like she's in another drama, she's doing a lot more solo commercial work. Like SKE just got picked to promote the Japanese elections in Nagoya this year. And the only person on the commercial is basically Jurina. So it's Judina's solo work, essentially. And I think Judina has a lot of upside. I think Sayane bowing out is her realizing that she's never going to get better than this. And I think that's really true, where, like, in Japan, you cannot have better promotion than being the person for a morning drama especially not a morning drama that has had the best ratings in almost like 10, 15 years. So in that sense, I think Sayane realizes that this is the limit of where she can go. And she's only going to either maintain where she is right now 
or decline from here. Whereas, like, Jirina and Sakura still have a ways to go. With Mayu and Yukirin, it's... They're doing their own thing. <laughs> the, the one thing I, I kept uh, thinking about, I was like, fuck, Jirina said she's going to be around for five more years. Oh, my God. What I'm going to deal about? with Jay five for more five years more of Jay years. Five more years of Jay is glorious. No. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. Well, Jirina's career is only starting. Depend depends on which side of the fence that you're on, but um, <laughs> the fact that she proclaimed that I was like, "Fuck, we're stuck with Jarena for five Boo more to years." You, right. Boo to you! How dare you? How dare you? Hey, I feel this is how I feel, man. <laughs> this is how I feel. I seriously think next year, like the battle for number <clears> one, <throat> I'm really hoping will probably be. Sakura and Jirino. That'd be great. That'd be great. That that's still new new gen. I mean, it's still new era. Jay just happens to have been around for nine years already. But uh, but yeah, I mean, as long it's as long as it's new era battle, I'm okay with that. Cool. All right, so let's move to the top two, the two who have dominated for the past couple of years. So, Watanabe Mayu, number two. Uh, in her speech, she said that she fears AKB is in crisis because all the old hags are leaving. So, do you agree with her, or have you moved on to the next generation of members? Um, For Mayu, you know, I mean... If it's still AKB, unfortunately, I have already moved on to new members. So I was kind of like, ah, you're right, Mayu. Um, so she has to be the, you know, the leader. She has to be the face of of AKB. Uh, but the fact that I've already, you know, enjoyed all the new era girls that are here, I'm like, oh, man, it's time to I'm ready to move on. <laughs> um I don't know. I, I think she has a lot to. She still has a lot to to benefit from the group, but being that she's still young, but she's already been in the group for ten years. I mean, maybe it's time for her to bow out too. But she's still she's still young. She still can do it. I would think if all your senpais leave, it's 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 time for them to move on, and you're at that position where you can either carry the group or you can move on as well. Like I'm not I'm not the biggest Mayu hater, but uh, or Mayu fan. I, I actually like Mayu sometimes, but you know, how much more do I have to see of her? How much? <laughs> how much more? How much more Mayu? Just stuff? a hater. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I mean, there's so many good girls coming up, even in the Senbots right here. There's so many good girls, so. Um, it's it's time to hitch my horse onto someone else in AKB, uh, or I would think if you're if you're a Mayu fan, but you know she's still very young. She's still very young. She can hang if she wants to, but you got to find that career outside of AKB for her. I feel like for me, seeing Mayukiren is very much like a 
like a Ishikawa Rika moment where I'm seeing all these people and they can very obviously um they can very obviously have their own solo careers, but it's really up to management as to whether or not they want to kick them out. And I feel like my you bowing out of Soul Senkyo this year is really a testament to that. She's basically telling management, me leaving the group is in your hands right now. Yukinin has actually stated like in the latest um, AKB newspaper Shinbun thing, that she wants to stay here for another couple of years. So, well, she has NGT think, to take care of for a little bit. Yeah, that's actually the main thing that she said that she wants to stay because she feels like she has so much more that can that she can give back. And so, I respect that, and I want them to stay because of that. And I don't actually think AKB is in crisis. Like this Senbatsu kind of shows it. Yeah, they're never going to go back to like glory days, but still, this is not crisis when you have a Senbatsu that's 16 members and your oldest members, your first generation member is number 16. And from there, it's only newer and newer. <laughs> yeah, it, it's good that they feel that way because uh, it's almost like the... Uh, you have like a sense of urgency and you have to you have to work hard and change but i don't think they have to worry too much i mean this is i i i like the sendbots i really do i think it's better than last year's sendbots but the the song maybe di- a different story but um what? i don't know i i can save my thoughts for the song later but uh um but no nah, if, if I don't think Mayu's going to leave for maybe another couple years because she she still carries a lot of um, promotion for the group. Like she's still the face of the group. She's been the face for a while. She's still going to be it until until somebody else takes her spot. But uh, I don't know. I if she if she's gone, great. Then it's it's new gen from here on out. But we'll see. No, there's there's no crisis in AKB. I don't agree with that. Um, AKB seems to have managed to elevate younger members through the years, and I don't see that stopping. Like, if you have to manufacture your own crisis in your group, I think that you're in a good position, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, like, I I don't think there's there's any need to worry. Yes, the group is probably on the downswing because of overexposure. And other upcoming idol groups coming to take their spot, but I don't see this as a major issue. You'll still see AKB elections every year. You'll still see AKB events until Japan gets extremely sick of them, and then it'll stop. Yeah. But uh, no, this this will probably be a wave that they can ride for the next couple of years at least. Uh. So let's move on to the number one queen bitch. Yeah. So yes. Sashihara Reno. Sashi. So she she set a couple of records here actually. One, she beat Watanabe Mayu by sixty seven thousand three hundred and ninety eight votes. Wreckage. Uh, she's also the first back to back winner. And I believe she's also the first three time winner. Well, back to back, if you don't count 
JKT. Oh no, fuck JKT. That doesn't <laughs> count. That's not a that's not a full group election. So for every group that's involved, Sashi is the first back to back winner. <laughs> um also she breaks the two hundred thousand vote barrier. Oh my god. That's so, so that's amazing. So she set some very high expectations for whoever's going to break her streak. So assuming that she doesn't leave or graduate or scandal out or just choose not to be in the election next year, is there anyone who's going to be able to top her or is she just going to go on like her undertaker streak? Nope. She is uh she's de facto queen. I mean if you if you have she has I think somebody said she had like eight shows. She has like eight shows that she's on. So she's already in the public eye for Japan constantly. More than any of the other girls in the group. She's going to have casual votes there. She has enough hardcore fans uh, to carry her every single election. Every year. Uh, whether they're in China, whether they're in Japan, whether they're in America, North America, it doesn't matter. She has enough hardcore fans everywhere. She continues to develop HKT. She continues to spread the wealth because there's more HKT girls ranking every year and ranking high every year. Um, I mean, she's she's on a she's on a roll. She's on a roll. She's doing everything that's great. That's that's right of her. I mean, other than, you know, someone running up and like stealing all the votes, I don't think anybody can reach that because for what she is doing, she's doing everything to a T. Doing everything right, doing everything to a T that she can, and she does it well. And uh, outside of like any vote hacking or miscalculations or anything like that i i honestly believe that's that's uh that's her and her popularity continuing to rise yeah i completely agree with that especially since like i don't know there was a recent interview where um like maida atsuko was literally like there is no one in akb who can actually defeat sashi and I agree with that. I think she's way too strong. And there's just no way that anyone is going to be able to beat any of the things that she's done. I don't even think AKB will be around long enough for that to happen. I would think if if you don't want everything to be predictable every year, you, you would take her out of the election just to mix things up again, because she is already, you know, she's been center quite a few times and she will always be in Senbots of every single, every time, you know, she's not even in HKT center, you know, she's always in Senbots, but she's never center. So, the benefit of her being around her area of effect still works, but I mean, I mean, what do you do? What do you do when you just keep keep getting popular and more popular and you get people to like you? And I mean, 
it's like you can't stop it. You know, your your favorite wrestler is continuing to win. You even when she loses, she she wins. You know, even when she got second place, she was only down a thousand votes. It's like, man, that that lit a fire. That lit a fire in somebody. And some of these Sashi fans are like, oh shit, we can't uh, we can't disappoint her this year. And they freaking do two hundred forty thousand votes. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> some people are living in boxes now. <laughs> some some people have mortgaged their homes, and I mean, it. I don't know. It, it's it's almost speechless to say. Even I mean, as, she. Even, she's even, Queen Talento in Japan. Yeah, they've actually admitted that she is Queen Talento. I mean, you can't. It's it's hard for a lot of the the antis to to fight against it because you have you have the numbers the numbers and the results are right there. It's like, all right, if you don't like Sashi, so what? She's number one. Hey, you don't agree with her scandal? So what? She's number one. Hey, you don't agree with the you know with how she looks or anything? So what? She's number one. It's like, how much more? How much more dirt can you throw on this girl? And she's like, you know what? So what? My group is doing really well. I'm doing really well. She has nothing. She doesn't owe anybody anything right now. She's doing so well for herself. It's like you, you can throw all the shade at, at Sashi and it doesn't matter to her. It just like bounces. It just bounces right off her. It's like, fuck you. It's like, oh, it's okay. Hey, I had one one variety show canceled. Sorry, I'm gonna have two more afterwards. Sorry. It's like, what do you do? What do you do? It's not even like it bounces off of her. She will use it, and then attack you with it. Oh yeah. What does she say in her speech, man? Uh, I've gotten a lot of work through my scandal. But it's been working where everyone pretends I'm not making money because of it. I'm not like Achan or Yuko or Mayu. It'd be weird to think that I was set up to be some sort of plan. But even through all that, even if you look at me, there's nothing but dirt. But just like every member who's achieved number one, the bonds between my fans is intense. And my being number one is not something I take for granted. So she's not, you know, she's a very humble idol, even though... She's a celebrity. And then she again thanked the HKT48 members. You know, HKT, she's built such a great community in her own little HKT group that they support everybody. Even if you're ranked down, we support you. Even if you show up, great. Everybody cheers. Even if she ended up being number two, they were going to cheer for her anyways. So... She has a lot of great support around her because she makes everybody around her better. It was it, I always thought it was weird because whenever they show the shots of her in Mayu, Mayu is always like left alone. I don't know if it's like the order of people that are around her are already gone or it's just that nobody in AKB is around her. And then yet you have a whole bunch of HKT girls around Sashi supporting her and praying along with her. I'm like, man, that's that's a good group to be around. 
I feel like she's deliberately made HKT into everything she wishes AKB was. And so it's become that sort of atmosphere because of Sashi. And they actually mentioned that in the documentary that like, and this probably explains some of her, her casual fans sort of converting over to being diehard that I feel like of the events of the past year, probably the documentary has helped her the most because, um, the thing about the documentary is that they admit so many things. And one of the things that they do admit is that like, yes, she didn't like being transferred, but the things that she has done for HKT have been so amazing. And these are all of the things. So like, I feel like that alone has really pushed her in a way that like the NMB documentary didn't do for Sayane or the SKE documentary didn't do for Jirina. Yeah, I don't think uh, out of all these centers of each group, Sashi seems to be the most influential. Like, yeah. Like her her team is behind Sashi. Like there's so many girls behind Sashi and so much respect for Sashi as opposed to like so many people that like Jorina or so many people that like Mayu or anything like that. Definitely. And I think like part of the thing for for... I think SK is getting there, especially with all the things that Jirina is doing. Like a lot of the Hakoshi have actually really warmed up to her this year. Whereas like before they were like, oh, she likes AKB better. Where mm-hmm. now she's actually shown through her actions. Oh, I don't actually like AKB better. I really, really like SKE. And I want to make sure that you guys are she actually says, like, I'll pull you with me. I will get solo work for the sole, um, for the sole reason of exposing SKE to the world as my number one. And I think Sayana tried to do that, but because she was so pushed, it was really hard for her. And I think she realizes it. So we'll see how the things over the next year play out, but... Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that easy to push Sashi out because she's so, like, everyone loves her. <laughs> well, almost everybody. What do you think, Greg? Uh, yeah, there's there's no way anyone is going to beat her unless she actively takes herself out. That, do you think it's do you think it's well deserved though? Do you think like Sash, this is what Sashi does and this is how she gets paid off that way? Or do you uh, feel like somebody else can get to where she's at? Nah. Um she really rebounded from her scandal big time. And I think she just has a type of personality that makes her relatable to non-idol fans. So, like, she doesn't have the conventional idol personality like Mayu Yu. So Very true. Yeah. She, she's much more relatable as a normal girl than, say, like, the facade that Mayu Yu might be, might be putting on. So, yeah, I, I definitely don't think it's going to be easy for anyone to actually take her out. 
for the next couple of years if she does participate. And if she doesn't, well, she certainly set a lot of records that probably no other AKB member will probably break. Unless, you know, they find a way to convince China to buy a shit ton of CDs. <laughs> but, but yeah, definitely Sashihara deserves her spot at this at the top if you don't like it that's too bad i guess but <laughs> so agreed but you know it just means that japan and china and asia and north america they like reno better it's just the way it is i mean what she does she's kind of set a blueprint for herself and and anybody else if you want to beat her You've got to be like this. You've got to be this relatable. You don't have to be. You don't have to be super attractive. You know. You don't have to be the best singer, but you have to influence a lot of people, and you have to be popular. You have to be. Uh, you, you have to be down to earth, and not many people can can say that about their favorite idols. And it's it's tough it's a tough reality for a lot of people to think cuz they put idols on such a higher pedestal but i don't know sashi's sashi's got this in the bag for as long as she wants wants it to be so it's actually really funny that you mention like you have to be that relatable and you have to be that human because that's actually something that you like because I regularly go onto girls' channel, I regularly go onto things like Two Chan and stuff. And one of the things that a lot of AKB aunties will mention all the time is that they think the AKB girls sort of demean idols because they're too human. So I almost feel like, in that sense, Sashi is sort of the antithesis of every single person who says that. Mm. Well, I, I guess I can understand that point, but I don't know. You, for me, I think it's easier to relate to someone that you don't put on a high pedestal like idols are supposed to naturally be. But yeah, like, <laughs> like I, I think I would be better friends with Sashi than Mayu if if the two of them were were around. I think I'd be better friends with with Sashi. Especially since she's an idol fan. <laughs> yeah. there, there's also there's also the mentality of fans as well. Because a lot of idol fans have a very traditional way of looking at idols. They have to be this way. They have to be, you know, they have to be perfect. They have to meet a certain standard. And Sashi doesn't meet any of that shit. <laughs> I mean, that's... I mean, like, normally any, any so girl who went through her type of scandal would have been booted out of the group immediately. Not transferred. You know, they, she would have been fired. Yeah. But, you know, they gave her a second chance and she rode with it. So, good for her. If other fans don't like it, you know, suck it up. It's so true. Like... I feel like she deliberately uses a lot of the things that people dislike about AKB against them. Yep. And that's why many people were not satisfied with this year's election. Again. 
you know, because that does lead into our final set of questions here. Why do you think so many people get butthurt when Sashihara Reno wins? And I think we covered a lot of the that that topic, but what do you think the ultimate reason is for all the butthurt? Because Sashi because Sashi's not an idol. That's all that's all I can think about it, but I don't know. They just don't they just don't see her as what you would represent an idol group. You know, she's not the she's not like the face of a generation of idols. She's not Achan, she's not Yuko, she's not Mayu. She's Sashi, but and people are are still butthurt and upset because she's so popular. Like how is this normal plain Jane looking girl who just happens to talk too much number one for the last couple years? I feel like so much of it is probably because of the fact that, like, as I mentioned before, she's just everything that people hate about AKB48. Well, too bad. Yeah, it's great. Too bad. I want her to continue that. Exactly. So leading into continuing, we have uh, the next song, which I think uh, a lot of... A lot of people probably were expecting the Sashihara uh, post-election single to follow the pattern of, hey, let's make a dance video that everyone can copy. But apparently that's not happening. Yes, maybe some of us, some of us wants the disco funk. Yeah, so did you guys watch the performance of the new song? I did. I, I saw it one time and I was like, in my head, I was like, this is totally a Mayu song. <laughs> what? In my head, in my head, I was like, this song was reserved for somebody else. Yeah, that is and... totally no. That is totally right. I think because it does not sound like a Sashi interesting song. It sounds like a boring Mayu song. What? What's wrong with you guys? It sounds. It sounds like something that that Akimoto wrote for Sashi. I don't. I have to. I've only seen it, seen the one performance, and for me, it didn't hook me like it didn't hook me like KFC did, or it didn't hook me like uh, Halloween Night did. Um, I just, you know, I'm always used to like. I was expecting like, all right, they're gonna do another cool dance song that that anybody can do, that I want to do, that I can learn. Uh, they'll they'll have videos out for it. All right, I can't wait to learn it. I'm like. And now this seems like another, like a, like another AKB song. I was like, like, oh man, I guess my expectations, my expectations were a little bit different. I have to, I, I can definitely watch, see that. Like I have to watch it again. Cause I, I did see some pretty fierce performances from like Kodama and, uh, Mion and those people. But, um, you know, it, it just, I didn't, it just didn't feel like a Sashi centered song and I was like ah so I was let down a little bit so I I still I'll still reserve a little bit of judgment for when the translations and the music video comes out uh but for me I was like ah oh well I still I still love KFC I still love Halloween night those are funky videos with funky dances and uh it made me want to repeat the song and the videos over and over again and i don't know if i i will have the same feeling for this one i'm pretty happy that they're not going with the typical pattern of making another stupid dance video 
I mean, they're kind of milking that to yeah, death. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, it, I mean, it's good to to change things, but you know, I, was, I don't know. I I like I like dancing. So I don't know. I it like was it dance. was fine the first time, but when they started mm-hmm. doing it every year, then it kind of got tired. So yeah, you know that it, it was special the first time. Well, it, don't, it happened three that, times. No more. Yeah, I forgot about my single. Yeah, well. But, yeah, it, it's just not. It's just not, they got to change things up. I mean, we didn't have a disgusting bikini summer single. We did, and now we're not getting a dance song. So, there you go. Yeah, I can understand that then. But uh, yeah, I hope I, I, I don't necessarily like this song based on first impression. It just doesn't sound like a, a Sashi type <clears throat> song. But. I guess I'll wait for the studio version. Hannah, did you like it? I think the thing that made me feel like it was a Sashi song was because it actually reminded me very much of something that Sunku would write. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> I, I like it not because it's something that Sunku would write, but because it feels like Sashi congratulating herself. So in that in that world of things, I'm okay with it. I'm waiting for the studio version to throw in like all those who's and whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're waiting for random suku noises? Is that? Is it, yes, uh, yes. I am waiting for random suku noises. Oh man, I completely expect we, that. We should be lucky if he can make any more random suku noises well, now. He'll just use his Stephen Hawking computer to make all the noises, right? So. <laughs> yep. But if it says produced or written by Sinku on there, I'd be like, oh fuck. So <laughs> that's that's all I'm gonna say. Uh that would probably be the ultimate uh irony for HP fans though, an AKV song written by Sinku. <laughs> now they can't hate Even... now they can't hate on AKV if it was written by Sinku. There There's a lot of people that I talked to that are HP fans that are all of a sudden like, what's this documentary about? I mean, what's what's he doing in an AKB documentary? I was like, you better go find out. Exactly. Suck it up. Suck it up. You might actually, you might actually like something. You might actually find someone you like there. Uh, anyway, um, you guys have anything else you'd like to promote or or discuss before we go and. Uh, Shut this thing down. Nope, I'm good. Nope, we covered everything on my end. Sweet. All right, so goodbye, people. Uh, Good night. Bye. Please, uh, please drive safely if you're listening to this, uh, or walk safely. Don't get hit by a train or anything. Okay. <laughs> Actually, that does happen in my city. People walk uh, walk with their headphones on and don't see the the train carriers oh, gotcha. so you walk into the train <laughs> oh my god oh man pay attention people pay attention people if you're listening to a podcast look both ways so yeah that's that's your safety minute don't yell at us for having the opposite feelings of what we're doing yeah um we, we, we're not against china <laughs> first off <laughs> Um, I love China. We, we, we love Watanabe Mayu, but Sashi's just I better. love Mayu. 
And uh, if you don't understand any of the wrestling references, well, <clears throat> go look it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. Ask Greg what? all about it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I have to go to Wikipedia now. Yes, you have to. You have to study. What? As you participate more in these podcasts, Alan and I will start mentioning random wrestling things every once in a while. Well, I try to not re- mention them, but because wrestling and yeah. idols is the same. It's, it's all a work. It's all a work, yeah. man. You know that. All right. So anyway, <laughs> that's it. Uh, goodbye, people. Thank you for listening. <laughs>